the turn up the night Halloween spooktacular. I am the sole ruler of the dark world. There is no one to challenge my authority here. My word is the law, all powerful. No one is to challenge that authority. No one. Children of the night, what music they make. <laughs> Well, that's just is even more terrifying than I remember. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Happy almost Halloween to everybody. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. The uh, closest to a Halloween edition we're going to get and our last show before Election Day. Um, and, of course, uh, welcome to the program. Uh, as always, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. I, I am from Scranton. Uh, so, well, I, I'm not sure about that. He doesn't come from Scranton. No, no, oh, sir. Okay. Right. I, I, I read it on the internet. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> it was in, it was in Hunter Biden's emails. <laughs> it was on, it was on 4chan. Yeah, 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 it was on 4chan. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but and of course, rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Uh, you know, I think Joe's getting a lot of the Trump stink out his way lately, right? Uh, yeah. Because so you know you can you can air air you know air the place out uh, while uh, he's in the Commonwealth of PA. But welcome to the show, Rain. Hi, thanks. And uh, Bobber, are you here with us uh, as well, or is yeah, he just Bobber's going to be here? I am. Oh, oh, you are. Oh, I awesome. He's going to be here at eight. Well, last, last week, uh, can can you ask me if I could be here for all three hours? That's or? right. I, I just, that. yeah, I did. So, and I appreciate you uh, joining in because this is going to be uh, this is a wild ride before again our last show before election. Um, is it our last show before the election or our last show until after next the election? Friday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. Next Friday, we might possibly uh, the Tuesday crew might hop on uh, and do a show Wednesday, depending on how everybody's feeling. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so welcome aboard, everybody. We got a big show tonight. Uh, also, quick programming note for Halloween tomorrow, uh, starting at eight o'clock, we're going to have a special presentation from Trojan Rabbit, Paul's Memory Bank, uh, in his Halloween block of programming. Plus, we have a brand new podcast we're going to be premiering. Uh, with Zelda and Suze, um, and it's going to be, uh, uh, it, they're, they're going to do a review of the classic uh, Hansel and Gretel um, fairy tale, an old-time radio recording of it. And uh, also, we're going to be debuting the sequel, the spiritual sequel to Hallabaloo tomorrow, and I can tell everybody it's going to be called The Wolfman's Wedding. I've recorded my parts, Mort is working on it right now, and of course, there will be a Halloween Robots special by yours truly and our little robot friends um, and some other surprises thrown in. So, uh, but yeah, so welcome to the show, a big show again, like I said, a lot of stuff to cover. And the, one of the greatest things to happen this week is um, the last ditch of an, the last ditch effort uh, of a desperate man has failed. Um, <laughs> and that was to try and convince Fox News to use Rudy the Ghoul's bullshit documents, his smear campaign with his Russian disinformation, whatever it is, the magical laptop that made it, you know, all the way across the country and to a guy who is visually impaired who said, I can't say for 100%, I can see about three inches in front of my face, but it was definitely Hunter Biden and he was drunk, you know. 
<laughs> and, and, you know, I mean, just the fucking story behind this is 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 just so ludicrous. It's beyond belief. And where the story, well, I mean, we should have known, uh, Mister, uh, what is it? How much credibility, uh, Mister Zero uh, Credibility Giuliani? Uh, of course, star of the Borat <laughs> subsequent movie film. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Check out IMDb. Have you guys watched that movie yet? (laughs) Yes, I I did. (laughs) Holy crap. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty good, honestly. Um, I thought, you know, and how about that twist, Rain? At the end? Which one? The twist that Rudy tried to pull off when his finger fell? (laughs) (laughs) No, not that one. Uh, (laughs) But uh, uh, the... uh, the, the the overall twist at the end when uh, he returned to Kazakhstan, um, that that one got me. So, uh, but anyway, oh by the way, yes, my office is still haunted. I've not oiled my chair yet, which I have to do. It's just been so damn cold. I don't want to go out to the garage. Um, yeah, that's my heart. Life is hard. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, where where it really started to unravel was on Fox Business News this week, where. Um, a very skeptical former VJ, Kennedy, uh, she has a program over there, and I dislike her. I think she's a libertarian weirdo, but um, this interview... A clock is right twice a day. Yes, a clock is right twice a day, to quote the famous Rush Limbaugh. Um, uh <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, so, uh, uh, here, before we, we get to that, um, where do I put it? There we go. Uh, a clock is right twice a day. Yes. Uh, Kennedy had, uh, Rudy on and she should be grateful that we are in a pandemic and she did not have to be showered upon by this lisping, drooling madman. Uh, you know, I'm not mocking people for having speech impairments, uh, you know, because Giul- Giuliani just kind of sounds like he's drunk and he has bad fitting dentures. Um, yeah. So uh, speech impairments, I should say. Um, but, the, but speech impediments. He's going to be the hero. I'm the hero. <laughs> I will be the hero. You remember that? You remember how he was going to be the hero at the end of this? Oh, Rudy. Yeah. Yeah, Rudy. He's- you know what I love? What I love are the are the rain when I see the Republicans on TV who are like, you know, they're like, Rudy, think of your legacy. It's like, fuck what? that shit. Let him crash and burn. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I just want to, can I yeah. jump in for a minute? Sure. Because I've been hearing about this a lot lately. His legacy was that he left his wife. He left his wife and didn't tell his wife that his mistress was going to move into the mansion where the New York City mayor lived. Ugh. What, when, wasn't she like in the hospital with cancer at the time? Or, or I, I don't. No, or, no, no. That or was am I new, mixing that Gingrich. was Newt Gingrich's wife. Oh, that was Newt Gingrich. Oh, yeah. The, the, but, yeah. You know, yeah, these Donna, Republicans, they're all so honorable. I, I they're, like they're like Legos. They're like Legos. They're interchangeable. His first, his first wife was Donna Hanover, who was a reporter for um, NBC local New York City. No. Okay. Channel 2. I think it was Channel 2, New York City Channel 2. And she found out that, you know, after, she found out about this when he held a news conference. Like, she wasn't even told. Um, yeah. 
he he's been a scumbag for a really long time. It's oh, yeah. just that now he's an unhinged scumbag with according to Michael Cohen a serious drinking problem. Uh yeah, I you know, some say uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a whole hell of a lot more believable. That's a whole hell of a lot more believable than the shit he's talking about about Hunter Biden. This is this is the guy who wanted the primary. He wanted to stay as mayor of New York City because nine eleven happened. Even though he lost the primary to Michael mm-hmm. Bloomberg. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, this this is uh, just a spectacular. Livin's right. Kennedy totally smacked him down. Um, and uh, just here, here's part one. It, it, he just I, I couldn't find the entirety of it, but this is this is a, enough to to prime you on how this is going to go. There are three other references, right. and then if you look at the pictures, you see. 50 oh, okay. pictures. All right. Of Come on, man. I, here's, here's what we'll do. We will have uh, the people in our news departments verify all of this because um, it sounds like there may be something here that is fishy that is causing Americans, it's giving them pause and other stuff that uh, might have been completely adulterated over the 18 months. And some could say that you well, were acting like Christopher Steele, that, that you were abstracting information. And uh, because... You've got to be kidding me. I was acting I was uh, acting like Christopher Steele. That's what it sounds like. When well, you, you look apologize. at the people... That, you better, you... I'm going to pause it right there. The Steele dossier was, was flawed, but there was a lot of solid information in there uh it wasn't made up from whole cloth like this None thing is of the steel dossier has been disproved yeah i mean it, it, it's it, it's problematic politically but not yes. to the degree that uh you know it, it, not not like this this is just a completely made up conspiracy theory so what you know i don't i, I just want to let it be known, I do not like Kennedy comparing him to Christopher Steele because Christopher Christopher Steele, I think, was a solid solid actor in in what he did, and you know the way they've twisted it, whatever. But yeah, Rudy's not Christopher Steele. Rudy's the fucking Bat Boy at National Enquirer story. <laughs> he's no, he's no, he does look like that. Yeah. Nosferatu. Nosfer, help me pronounce. Nosferatu. 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 Who has awoken me from my coffin? No, yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> I'm bad boy, damn it. Uh, so, <laughs> but anyway, I just I just want to be clear. I don't like the smearing of of uh, I, I don't like Giuliani yeah. in in yeah Michael Steele. No comparison. I didn't like that she brought that up because yeah. that was going to obvious obviously be a point that he would pick it up like a. Dog picks up oh. a piece of cat poop on a sidewalk just and runs with it. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, it, but continuing the clip. Here we go. Better apologize for that. I mean, I've been a, I've been a United States Attorney, Associate Attorney General, Mayor of New York City, and a member of the bar for fifty years. I've never been accused of anything, and you're accusing me of being Christopher Steele. I'm accusing you of That's acting in a capacity you would do that based on nothing. To, to Christopher Steele, and that similar you were going. Crook? Back and forth between Ukraine of justice? and the United States. What you are saying is an outrageous defamation of me, of my reputation. Every single thing is here. And I want you to look at it, and I would, then you apologize I would to me. Look at it. 
Well, you can you can you can come to my office and you Gross. can look at it. And tomorrow night you can apologize to me for saying I'm like Christopher Steele. I told you there are underage girls there. There are. I told you there are documents that show that he's getting 10 percent. There are. There are documents that show that he's getting half of what Hunter gets. There are. And when they're there, I want you to apologize to me okay. because you I just defamed me. Absolutely. And that's outrageous because you have no basis for that. Okay. I came on your show in good faith to give you evidence that is being withheld from the American people. And By I whom? get defamed. By whom? That's outrageous. All right. Are you still working on behalf I of the think president? Our, I think our interview... I think our interview is now over. I haven't even gotten I to don't the part talk to people about who accuse me. Borat or the part about 1994 and the Video Music Awards. That was the last time you and I were on camera. And it's oh, taken geez. this long. And, and these, yeah, look and, at and that and beautiful I, I, I'm, photograph this, of this you and me and Bill This may be the last time we'll Bellamy. be on camera. Because I don't <laughs> let people call me Christopher Steele. I'm sorry. Christopher Steele is a criminal. <laughs> Eastern Europe is a cesspool and American I didn't politics. get them from Eastern Europe. I didn't get them from Eastern Europe. You are now repeating lying Uh-oh. propaganda from the Democratic yes, National yeah. Committee and the crooked oh. Biden family. I had nothing to do with Eastern Europe. <laughs> okay. Rudy, Ukraine. I mean, seriously, you had nothing to do with that. How long were you in Ukraine? I mean, this is this is where I really wish that she did not bring up Christopher Steele. I hope I, oh. I really wish she didn't say that because he went off the rails after that. And she couldn't get him back on the rails. I mean, <laughs> he's really he doesn't rails have rails anymore. I know. See, I know. I know. He's got like overcooked noodles uh, to, to steer his path. But. She brought up Christopher Steele, and it was like, oh, my God. Now my penis is tingling. <laughs> I don't know. If she goes to his office to, to look at those documents, she better bring a bodyguard with her. Yes. And I have to adjust my shirt. Now I have to adjust my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> my shirt. It needs adjusting. shirt. Hold on. It's going to take me about 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Where's, that Where's that girl? Where's the that girl? The getting tight. <laughs> That's why I wear an extra baggy. <laughs> I mean, he said there's nothing from Eastern Europe, and how many times has he been to Ukraine? Yeah, well, I have nothing to do us. with Eastern Europe. Nothing. <laughs> Fuck. God. The last person that said that lost the presidential election. Yeah. So, um, uh, anyway, um. Here's the next one, because she just launches right into it about the Borat appearance. Uh, it was pretty funny. You think they're printing false material? You think Rupert Murdoch would let them print false material? Yes. Just because I gave it to them? Uh, do, you, do you regret... Uh, you think I'm an idiot you that regret, I'm print false yes. material? Do you regret yes. your interaction in the Borat movie? Mm-hmm. Now, that's a stupid question, isn't it? No, it's not stupid <laughs> at all. I, I have a 15-year-old daughter. I watched that, and I was, I was kind of grossed out by it. I'm, I'm giving you a chance to explain. Well, I, was, I, I, I called the police when I realized huh? that it was a scam. I called the police, and he ran away. Oh, hold on to that. Because uh, the minute, the minute she said something compromising, I called the police. Whether you believe it or not, I was tucking my shirt in. He made it appear as if it was something different. Yeah. The minute she said she wanted to give me a massage, oh. I called my security guy and we called the New York City Police Department who came there and Borat 
and his 50-man crew ran out of the place. All right. So that's what happened. Finest Would you like to ask me any other in the world? Any other any other question to to attack me for merely coming on your show to show you what criminals <laughs> they are from a hard drive that's been verified by about uh-huh. 50 people including the New York Post. No, I'll see you tomorrow. Now, I'll read it for myself. Like I'll, I'll put my eyeballs on it. I can't wait. Uh, thank you for well, your time. Well, maybe, maybe he's you should have done some research in advance. I did a lot of research. Listen to the tape recording. That's, well, you sure didn't listen to the conversation my that balls. came out today in which Hunter Biden says in his own voice that he is partners with the ch- chief Chinese spymaster, Patrick Ho. Now, go figure out how I made that up. All right. See if you can come up with some creative theory how I made that up. You can't, the tell, Russians me, gave you it can't me. tell me you haven't loved this conversation. You've loved it. <laughs> I have not loved this conversation. I find this conversation totally insulting. You don't, you don't accuse someone of being a criminal without any evidence. I didn't say you were a criminal. speculation. I did not say you were a criminal. You said I was like Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele is a criminal. Oh, All right. my God. Christopher Steele made up a totally fraudulent report. I know that case because I represented the president of the United States and got him acquitted. And I know what? who Christopher Steele is. Christopher Steele is a piece of junk. <laughs> He's a horrible person who made up a totally false report. And he was paid close to a million dollars by Hillary Clinton to do it. And your, your media, for four years, yep. what, what? generated false charges against the president of the United States based on... Christopher Steele's fraudulent report. No, I am no, not no, no. Christopher Steele. Very no, no. I'm I'm de- I deserve an that. apology for that. No, no, no. I'm glad you came on the show. And Thanks I, for I, being I, here, Mr. Mayor. I appreciate it. Well, I'm not glad. I appreciate you, too. <laughs> <laughs> totally got it. Okay, I will say this. She, when she wants to lay on the snark, she can fucking get shit done. Um, you know, I, I will say I don't, uh, you know, I disagree with her politics. I disagree with her journalist, journalistic style or whatever. Um, but that, oh, Missy too, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, I yeah, that was, question. I, you, you can't, you have to admit you love this interview. <laughs> 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 no, I don't. It was terrible. You were mean. <laughs> And you've got me covered in saliva. <laughs> and I gotta tuck my shirt in now. <laughs> Where's Boris? I really have a question. The piece of junk. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> but the question was is once I found out it was a scam, I called the police. Oh. Um, so that means he was willing to go through with it with the reporter. Yeah. Well yeah. if you if and, you look at the film. Uh, yeah. He touched, he touched her. He uh, touched her. He did do, we the, saw what he did with his shirt, Joe. Yeah, and on so the smaller her back, he was tapping her, like, almost. Yeah, like really, he, really when, close to her butt. When yeah. He said, I found out, once I found out it was a scam, I called the police on Borat. Now, She's not a prostitute. I, I thought she was going to have sex with me. No, she's not. Please arrest her for not having sex with she's me. She's not going to have sex with me. It's a scam. But the, the thing is, is that he called the police on Borat. Borat does not exist. It's a character. Also true. He never <laughs> called the police on Sasha Baron Cohen. He called the police on Borat, which leads me to believe that he probably did not call the police at all. Well, he called, he called the security, security guy. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I called my security guy. On that thing, but he's like, once I found out it was a scam, I realized that I was gonna maybe get laid, but I was gonna be filmed, and then it would be even worse. Like he would have been willing to go through with having sex with a fifteen-year-old girl. That character, but mm-hmm. he realized, oh, he got caught because it was a scam by Borat, which to me just blows away anything that he said to Kennedy about this entire thing. What's this about blowing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut up, Rudy. Zero. <laughs> the piece of junk. Yeah, he needs, Rudy needs a lawyer to be like, no. Rudy, you're right. Rudy needs a lawyer. <laughs> he really does. Law- yeah, Trump's <laughs> lawyers does. need lawyers. It's 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 unbelievable, you know. <laughs> and their lawyers need lawyers, and so on. It's like it's like holding a mirror up to a mirror. Doll. Yeah. Or just- imagine me calling the police on I don't know. Just name any character in any movie. Um, let's see. Uh, Dudley Do Right. Oh, Shrek. I, once I found out that Dudley Do Right. Once I found out that Dudley Do-Right and Shrek were coming at me and they were, I, I called the police and said, Dudley Do-Right, no. It just, and Shrek. I, it, the point is, is that what he said, everything that he said was ridiculous. Now that's a the stupid question, isn't it? To, you could say that about everything <laughs> he's ever use, said. The fact that he tried to say, I called the police as a way to defend himself was ridiculous. The piece of junk. <laughs> I just love it. A piece of a piece of junk. <laughs> oh, Rudy, you fucking suck. Um, I mean, this is just and and oh my god, there's so much. There's so many layers to the stupidity of this. Um, it, it, it's it's. But that that was where the dominoes at Fox really started to fall. <laughs> I mean, there was an interview. I forget. Is Eric Bowling? I, I, Eric Bowling is he got fired um, from uh, Fox for sexual misconduct. Uh, he was one of the one of those guys, and uh, he landed on his uh, feet. I guess over on. So I don't know. I don't even know what what it is. It's not One American News. It's something even lower rent than that, and that's um, pretty bad. That's yeah, pretty it's, lower rent. It, it's pretty. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, and oh, by the way, I mean they must be paying him well because boy, howdy, he sure uh, took a liking to the Botox. Uh, he did. Um, okay. uh, I forget his name. I already said it. Um, Eric Bowling. Yeah. So, uh, and I don't want to mock him too much because he's he's been through a lot. His son committed suicide a couple of years ago, and that sucks. But you know, he was. He was kind of a sexual predator, and um, and but but yeah, the Botox thing is it's weird. Uh, but even he uh, was just like, I, I didn't get the audio because it's it was just too much, Rudy. This was just enough, Rudy, for us tonight. <laughs> um, was it? Y- yeah, I think so. And in that audio, yeah, what I, was it, Rudy? That audio was a piece of junk. You're right. It was. I think <laughs> I think you're right in the Goldilocks zone, Rudy mm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but Eric Bowling, even on this uh, other far right wackadoodle network, um, you know, they'll let, one American News will let Rudy do whatever they want, and you know, keep aping the the conspiracy theories. Um, but Eric Bowling was like, "Yeah, I'm feeling kind of concerned about you." 
you know that he just had that look on his face the whole time and it was it was pretty pretty stunning so there was also a quick mention and and we're going to we of course we're we're going to have to talk with, guys can we talk about Tucker Carlson after the break <laughs> <laughs> we need to have it we need to talk me. about Tucker <laughs> i think we need yeah. to stage an intervention <laughs> i think so i think but that's I, what friends are for. We should yeah. just sit them down. And sure. Poor little frozen food air. Uh, seems to be a little confused. But uh, but here here's a little clip. Here's a little clip uh, from uh, Fox and Friends. Not it's not the any of the regular bobbleheads over there on Fox and Friends. Not Trump's cheering section. But uh, Fox's uh, Kristen Fisher. Uh, 20, 20 second little snippet on how Fox News is handling the. Hunter Biden laptop story. Fox News and the Wall Street Journal have reviewed all the business documents that Hunter Biden's old business partner turned whistleblower Tony Bobulinski turned over and they did not show a role for Joe Biden in this business venture Sinohawk nor did they show that the former vice president had taken any money from that venture. Uh, I, and oh, oh, and you wouldn't believe the audio that was picked up from uh, Sean Hannity's office after that. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but that—that's the basic consensus. Uh, is you know the the again that socialist uh, manifesto known as the Wall Street Journal, and uh, I'm glad that always gets a laugh. Uh, so, <laughs> um, because it's like you know again the the Wall Street Journal and Fox News are like, yeah, there's it's uh, uh you see that burger. Of course you don't, because it's nothing. It's a nothing burger. There's nothing there. Shut up. We're not covering this. We're already, you know, I mean, we're already compromised AF with all kinds of other shit. We're not going to damage our credibility even more with this magical wandering laptop, you know, <laughs> and, and this Russian fucking here. disinformation. I mean, right now, Fox News is actually saying we don't see anything, but all along of, you know, CNN... MSNBC, ABC, CBS, mm -hmm. NBC, none of them are covering this story. No. None of them. It's only Fox. Well, Trump ain't happy. I'm, I'm not talking <laughs> about O-A-N-N, but, in, but it's only yeah. Fox. So yeah, you're, you're, you're talking about the, the networks who actually rank with viewers. You know, yes. One American News and all those other trashy sites. They, I mean, they're, you know... Uh, I mean, pr probably more people watch QVC. Um, oh, I but, know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Fox is actually saying, eh, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't. Eh. Yeah. Well, they, well, we would they, want to sully our reputation. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. that's where we're going to pick up. Quite a reputation. Yeah. Sully. Well, that's where we're going to pick up because I, my jaw, uh, uh, it, it, this is going to be so much fun to talk about because you should have seen Trump's fan club over on the hive of scum and villainy, like getting ready for Tucker's show. You will uh, never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. They're like, tonight, they watch, tonight, tonight's the night. We all learn. We all learn tonight. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit went south real quick. <laughs> oh, I hate these people. 
Um, but Tucker oh, was man. just oh, too God. much. Of a, oh yeah. man! Oh God! Oh He's man! Too much of a nice guy. He's too much of a nice guy. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, he Anyway, um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Tucker's he's, he's on the up and up. But yeah, we'll we'll yeah. find out more on that when we come more out more on the moron uh, when we come back uh, for more turn up the night. Uh, ooh, and it's spooky too. Not really. It's just turn up the night with Halloween uh, trappings. The monster must live. More power, Igor. More power. That thing can get up as much as I can, man. Yes, yes, that's it, Igor. This night must be turned up. Yes, master. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Yes, master. That was a bad idea, Igor. Get the torches. Turn up the night, Igor. Get the torches, Igor. Make me a breakfast bird. What was that, Igor? Yes, master. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka, goes right there. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. Listen to the Bradcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit radioforhumans.com and bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That, to me, is extremely exciting. Turn back, Sarah. Turn back before it's too late. Whether your name is Sarah or not, you have stumbled across Radio for Humans, and I am Michelle from Geeky Gals and Guys. Beyond the Goblin Town, into the Goblin Castle. And yes, it's already too late. What a horrible place this is! It's not fair! That's right! It's not fair! <laughs> This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, of course, joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Beer of the Bubble of Swamp. Welcome back. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I just yes. found out something very spooky. What's that? Uh, the occupant in the White House? Yeah. He cut short his, his rally in Minnesota after less than 30 minutes. Oh. Wow. Yep. Oh, geez. that is That is a real shame. Gee, I hope nothing's wrong with him. <laughs> I think he's tired. Too. I hope he doesn't die. He's sleepy Trumpy. Uh, Jesus Christ, Ovid, you had one thing to do and you didn't do it. <laughs> Fuck. The piece of junk. No, seriously, it, it, it was less than 30 minutes. I find that kind of... Uh, it's stunning. Amazing. Uh, it is. Uh, right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Low I'll energy. Talk to you guys later. Sleepy Don. Very low. Very low. Yeah. I guess the steroids are wearing off. Yeah. I hope so. You know, I think you're right, Bobber. Or maybe the immunity isn't so such. So tr- <laughs> <Immune. laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, Bobber for Freedom's blog uh, joining us all three hours tonight. Thank you, sir. Der Braumeister. Oh yeah, we, we got a we got a jingle. Yeah, I forgot about that. Hello, Bob. Your jingle takes the least time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
four, uh, you whole, know, some, four whole seconds. Some things are short and sweet and, you know, yeah, small box, better present, that kind of thing. Yeah. The piece of junk. <laughs> <laughs> or that. Or that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and of course, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, or is he? And he doesn't come from Scranton. <laughs> Fucking liar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Welcome break, back, Joe. Break, breaking news. Breaking news. Okay. COVID, it is now revealed that COVID antibodies mm-hmm. have endorsed Biden. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, that's what uh, happened. We'll, we'll give an amen to that. Amen. So. Oh, I forgot. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. In in speaking of Trump rallies, I did not get the audio for it, but it, it was going around, and he kept complaining about the weather everywhere he went. Oh yeah. D- Don Lemon had a big thing, a big you know mashup of him crying on stage about the what the weather was like. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I didn't have to come here. I could be back at the White House doing whatever the hell it is I want to do. Whatever the hell it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's it's so pathetic. It's like, you know, uh, and, and Don Lemon had a really great uh, breakdown. He's like, you know, hey, it, it is fine. You, you are free to leave anytime. <laughs> you, you want to insult where I live? Go home. <laughs> you know, yeah, he he really has been bitching about the weather. Yeah, except you know in Omaha and then in Florida when people were like passing out from heat strokes. Wait, you know, in, he, Flor- even in Florida, complained that it was in too Scotland. Hot. Sorry, go ahead. He, he was complaining how hot it was there. Yeah, he was complaining it was too hot uh, somewhere, yeah. too cold. Oh, place. I never saw a sun like this. There was a sun like this. This is the worst sun. The worst oh, sun ever. Cry, cry, cry. Mar-a-Lago in Florida. Yeah. It yeah, is. but that's beside the point. <laughs> the winter White House. Uh, the piece of junk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in, in, in Florida, yeah. I heard um, I heard audio that, you know, people were literally passing out. And yeah. um, he he was he said to the crowd yesterday, I think it was yesterday, because, you know, last day is 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um where there were people trying to help them, the people who were having heat problems. Yeah. And he said, let's see if they're with us or against us. If they're not against us, let's go get them. Oh, my God. And the people, Oh, yeah, the, the fire the department? They were, yeah. It yeah. was the fire department. Thank you, Joe. Uh-huh. Yeah. He literally was sicking his cult after the fire department. Yeah. Brown shirt. Trying to help people that were passing out from the heat, as opposed to, you know... A couple of days ago, people had, you know, hypothermia from being stuck out in the cold. Yeah, Oregon Trail. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. You have died of hypothermia walking back to your car from a Trump rally. Um, so he's and- not just complaining about the heat. He's actually taking his, his and they're cult supporters at this point. He's yeah. trying to tell cult supporters to, to go after the people who help other people and then he abandons the ones that are supposedly on his side um with you know i mean from my understanding he did not pay the bill for the buses to take the people i looked into that that's yeah. actually not true it isn't okay what 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 is the case were, were they um, broken down were they dispatched I elsewhere i don't have all the details but it was it was disproven that that okay. the reason 
all right, let me back this up. The reason why the buses didn't come was not because the bill wasn't paid. Okay. It was because there was such a backup on, of traffic. Oh, wow. That wasn't thought out very well, now was it? Um, no. Uh, you know, it was uh, infrastructure uh, week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely was. Um, but but anyway, so uh, not to uh, veer too far off because the the audio from Tucker Carlson is a little bit long. Um, uh, but uh, but it is uh, also it's a piece of junk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, here it is. Tucker Carlson had a mystery that needed to be cracked because somebody lost his flash drive. All right, well, we didn't know it was a flash drive initially. We heard it was missing documents. Yes, you put documents on a flash drive, but it wasn't just an envelope full of documents. That kind of I, changes things. And I'll, I'll give my... I heard oh. it was from a company that ships documents. Yeah, UPS. Um, is so... <laughs> it was UPS. They came forward. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that'll be laid out in the second clip. But... So the big story about Hunter Biden is that Tucker Carlson has somebody under his employee that doesn't know how to fucking use envelopes. Um, <laughs> that that's basically my understanding, or or doesn't know how to securely package a flash drive. Um, and you know, it's like it's it, it's it's silly. So anyway, so this is he. Oh, his concerned face looked like it was gonna pop. He was so concerned. Uh, Tucker, concerned Tucker is concerned. My executive producer, Justin Wells, and I were in Los Angeles preparing to interview Tony Bobulinski about the Biden's business dealings in China, Ukraine, and other countries. So we texted a producer in New York and we asked him to send those documents to us in LA, and he did that. So Monday afternoon of this week, he shipped those documents overnight to California with a large national carrier, a brand name company that we've used, you've used countless times with never a single problem. But the Biden documents never arrived in Los Angeles. Tuesday morning, we received word from the shipping company that our package had been opened and the contents were missing. The documents had disappeared. Now, to its credit, the company took this very seriously and immediately began a search. They traced the envelope from the moment our producers dropped it off in Manhattan on Monday all the way to 3.44 a.m. yesterday morning. That's when an employee at a sorting facility in another state Notice that our package was open and empty. Apparently it had been opened. Jeffrey Tubin. So the what? company's no. security team interviewed every <laughs> one of its employees who touched the envelope we sent. They searched the plane and the trucks that carried it. They went through the office in New York where our producer dropped that package off. They combed the entire cavernous oh, sorting facility. They used pictures oh, of what we this had tiny sent package so can that be searchers found would in know what to look for. They went far and beyond, facility? but they found nothing. Those documents have vanished. As of tonight, the company has no idea and no working theory even about what happened to this trove of materials, documents that are directly relevant to the presidential campaign just six days from now. We spoke to executives at that company a few hours ago. They seemed baffled and deeply bothered by this. And so are we. Oh, da baffled and deeply oh my bothered. God. <laughs> What happens now? I think they're going to find it at the Comet Ping Pong Pizza Place in D.C., <laughs> hidden in the basement with the children. The, or, yeah, yeah. It, it's actually, they put it inside a ping pong ball. So, oh, um, or on the Martian grave of 
Never mind. Vince Foster. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you all remember something called a scanner? I have heard of one. Uh, I think something it's kind of like a, a unicorn. It's kind of like a unicorn, and, right? Um, yes, it's like a unicorn. Scanner and then email and faxing. Never. Um, you, you're losing me here. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. What? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm trying. Okay, I'm, I thought I was... I'm, play, I'm playing into your joke. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what is this? Thing. Oh, soon you're going to be talking about wires and computers and cords and things. I don't know. You need to jiggle the cable. <laughs> uh, a, come on, work you damn thing. A piece of junk. Yeah. It comes out of your computer. Yeah, the piece of junk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I like that. Um, that's the opening for the show. <laughs> yeah. How, how, our faxes work. how our faxes work. <laughs> how our faxes formed. Oh, hang on. I got how something I got something formed. coming in from Rudy Giuliani right You've now. You've got mail. No, I'll just Oh. <laughs> the piece of junk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rain, I mean that that was I mean people online were just having a field day with this. Uh, you know about you know it, it, uh, you got a you got a scanner, you got a photocopier, you got a cell phone. <laughs> exactly. I'm terrible at technology, and I'm like, wait a second. You had a package that was supposed to be wait. That make it it doesn't make any sense. First of all, has anybody anybody ever used UPS, by the way? Anybody out there? Yeah. Oh no. All the time. Never. Okay, okay. So uh have you ever I mean, it's unheard of that a package arrives damaged ever. I've had it happen a few times. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So this is highly unusual that a package so strange. I'm gonna, I'm gonna damaged. put this out. But Joe, I'm gonna put this out there. I've never had a package arrive that had nothing in it. Yeah. And, and, oh, I, oh, wait a minute. I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very recently, right, we've had an cause... empty box delivered. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That it's has a. Happened. It's a flash drive, okay? Now mm. we know it's it wasn't actual physical documents. It was a flash drive with documents on them. Okay, so we know they had the ability to scan. They had Could the ability to send it via... You know, know what I suspect? Internets. Do you want to know what I suspect? And I, yeah. I suspect that the stuff on that flash drive was so vile, they did not want to risk having it fall into the wrong hands by going over the internet because they, I believe this is what, this is where I'm going. I think there was child pornography on that flash drive mm -hmm. that they were going to say, look, we found this on his laptop. No, you fucking didn't. You dirty motherfuckers. And you are distributing child pornography. Mm -hmm. But here, this is, this is the other important thing. And I'm so glad that you said that Ken, because Rudy Giuliani, when he was talking about Hunter Biden's laptop last, was it last week? Seriously, whenever it was. Yeah, he it's said, been going around for a couple weeks, big he time. He said that there is porn on that laptop. Yes. And there are a good number of reports that say that Rudy Giuliani has had that laptop for over a year, which means that dirty piece of shit. It's been tucking a shirt in a lot. Carrying around child pornography for over a year and i that, downloading what, pictures of 15 year old reporters and yeah well but i you, would you venture to say the point right yeah 
Tucker, Tucker is literally saying, oops, it, it disappeared because I have a feeling that somebody in the legal department of Fox is like, dude, you don't want to carry on with Rudy yeah. Giuliani and is carrying around with child porn. Yeah, that's it's, probably you know, why they're trying to bury it so quickly because they know that if if the truth, Joe, is to come out about this mm-hmm. and it turns out it's, you know, they've looked at it. They know it's wrong. They know that, that the information is bad. The information is false. Rudy's going on, prattling on about nonsense. I think that they have gotten things so mixed up that Rudy and his his crew have gotten things so mixed up and so weird with this thing that the fabrication of the report, again, is just loaded with grotesque garbage that they have been collecting from the dark web and attributing it to this fake laptop. So, yes. um, mm-hmm. and and that that if the real truth comes out, everybody's going to this shit, you know, going to be shit canned, uh, you know, for anybody who put this on and is entertaining the notion that, you know, or, or enabling somebody who's literally collecting and disseminating child pornography. That is, that is my absolute belief. hundred percent in this. That is mine too. So and that person would be Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Yeah. He's a monster. He is absolutely a monster. So right, Rudy? The piece of junk. Yes, that's right. Um, God, don't make yeah. no junk, Rudy. Um, so uh, <laughs> Shark, Sharky found the documents. But... Oh yeah, that's right. He did. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, just uh, they were they were delicious. They don't, were. <laughs> don't let him chew on Tucker's head anymore, though, because uh, we no. all know where that's been. They, um, they smelled of desperation and yeah, oh, yeah. and oh, and there was... were there were drops from tears and shit. Oh yeah, there was. <laughs> There, yeah, were was, there were tears. There were tears. So yeah, anyway, kind of salty. He said, "Yeah, yeah, I bet, I bet." So, um, uh, but yeah. So uh, here we go. This is what happened. The documents were recovered, and here we go. This is the damning, damning <laughs> report from Tucker Carlson on Hunter Biden. And I, I again, when I was over at the the uh, what is it the we'll never find. The more wretched hive of scum and villainy. I saw all these guys go, tonight's the night. This is it. Tucker's gonna <laughs> blow this wide open, and now I'm just like... That's schadenfreude. People taking pleasure in your yeah. pain. Listen to this bombshell report. I wouldn't be playing four minutes and 15 seconds of uh, Tucker Carlson if it ended poorly for uh, us. So, here you go. Last night, we told you about a pretty weird experience we had this week. On Monday, one of our producers in New York overnighted a package to our executive producer, Justin Wells, and to me in Los Angeles. We were there preparing for an interview with a former Biden family business partner called Tony Bobolinsky. Somewhere along the way, the contents of that package disappeared. Inside it was a flash drive that contained primary documents pertaining to the Biden family. We should tell you those documents did not come from Tony Bobolinsky, and of course, we made a copy of those files before we sent them because we're careful. We get a lot of documents from a lot of different sources all the time, but that's especially true in election years. And before we put them on the air, we have to determine first whether they're real, these were real, whether they're newsworthy, and whether it's legal to show them. We wanted to assess what we had, and we're still assessing it. But the point is, the package never arrived. Proprietary reporting on the Biden family, documents sent between journalists by supposedly secure overnight mail, disappeared. 
And they vanished on the same day we were conducting a heavily publicized interview based in part on documents from the Biden family. The piece of junk. So as you can imagine, we wanted to know what happened. Unfortunately, we still don't know what happened. This morning, UPS issued a press release announcing they had found our flash drive and then boasting about their customer service. Quote, UPS will always focus first on our customers and will never stop working to solve issues, which is fine. UPS is a reliable company. They rarely lose anything. We agree with that. That's why we use them in the first place. And yet they lost our Biden documents. How? UPS won't tell us how. We spent a lot of the day talking to executives there. They claimed that the flash drive was found on Monday night by an hourly employee at the UPS building on 43rd Street in Manhattan. They suggested it might have been sitting on the floor there. They couldn't Mm. prove that because, remarkably, in a room where millions of high-value packages are handled, there are no security cameras. The piece of junk. UPS says the employee who found our flash drive simply dropped it on top of a supervisor's (laughs) desk. Our documents sat there undiscovered for more than 24 hours until we announced on television that they were missing. That's their story. Obviously, we had some questions about it, but UPS executives did not answer our questions. Quote, there are no more details. Security is returning it. Apologies again that we were unable to deliver it next day at the service level you requested. Our exchanges went on like this for hours. And the main question we had never changed. How did our flash drive get separated from the package that we sent it in? That seemed like something worth knowing. The envelope was securely sealed. We know that. Two witnesses saw our producer seal it, and UPS does not dispute that. Was the package torn open accidentally by a machine? That seems unlikely. UPS says that almost never happens. But sometimes it does. So we're left with the obvious explanation. (laughs) Someone, for some reason, opened our package and removed a flash drive containing documents that were damaging to the Biden family. We'd love to know who would do that and why. Oh, my God. It would be helpful to see the envelope itself, but UPS says we can't see it because... They threw it away. You've got mail. So here we are. We got our flash drive back today, and that's great. But what we'd really mm-hmm. like are some answers. Um, and speaking of answers, yeah. it occurs so as reading this that we mentioned. Oh, okay, okay. So just so you know, uh, this is about Hunter Biden, and there's a minute and ten seconds left of the clip of this bombshell report on Hunter Biden. Just so everybody knows, um, you know, here's a here's a weird thought. Maybe you somebody got it. You have a copy of it, Ken. Maybe they tipped off. Yeah, they 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 allegedly. Um, but uh, yeah. but yeah, if if there's child porn on it and you made a copy of it, that is a federal crime. Yes, um, just like Rudy. Yeah, and uh, and also you know maybe maybe just maybe somebody from Fox News tipped off UPS and said, um, you guys might not want to send that. Because you'll be, you'll be, you know, uh, well, I mean, they'll, they'll be facilitating, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, what kind of crime is that when you, when you send uh, child pornography through the mail, it's, um, you know, uh, wire fraud, whatever fraud, what, yeah. Uh It's not fraud, but it's something something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, crossing interstate lines, you know, yeah, crossing state lines with yeah. child porn, something like that. Yeah, so so I mean, that's that's pretty huge. I mean, they or or maybe the you know they orchestrated this. No, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, maybe oh. they were tipped. They might have been tipped off by somebody else at Fox and said, the "Look, point is, is don't send is that package." Up. It's the wild. Fact that so. Tucker Carlson admits that they had a copy of it. Hmm. And and um, I, I think it might be wire fraud or something along the lines of that. 
if somebody knew that there was child pornography on that flash drive well it's definitely distribution of uh uh Child porn across state Child lines. Child porn yeah. across state lines, yeah. So, Well, I, I, where, I understand where is, where that there's Fox, pictures now. Where is Fox they, News? They found where the... Is, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I just want to know, like, here he is talking about this. I can't... I know we're talking about Fox News, but I can't understand where, you know, the standards department, the legal department... All of these departments are involved in like, okay, here's the investigation that we're doing. There's no way in hell that the department would be like, yes, please send this this flash drive filled with child porn, you know, across the country. Yeah. Fox News isn't that stupid. They have yeah. lawyers, even though they're awful. So, so something something stinks to high hell. But go ahead, uh, Bobber. We we don't have a lot of time, and I got the, the last yeah. So just a, just a couple of things. Number one, they they put a flash drive in an envelope. So did they wrap it in, in bubble wrap first? Was is this a bubble wrap envelope? <laughs> yeah. Is this just a plain old ordinary envelope? And 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 can you? And is any surprise that it might have ripped open because you have something in there with sharp edges? Or fallen and, out and if it's a, <laughs> one of those cardboard flap envelopes because it could easily fall out if it got to the top of the envelope like those Seal priority. Seal properly. Yeah. yeah. Isn't the idea of a flash drive, doesn't that mean you don't have to mail it? That is also well, a thing. <laughs> and, and, here's the, and the other thing is that UPS doesn't owe them anything other than a refund. Yeah, I mean, they don't owe them an explanation. They don't owe them a, a picture of the envelope or the original envelope Zero. itself. Yeah, um, you know, th th that's not they're they're you know that's not yeah. what they do. They they move stuff from point A to point B, and if they don't do it in the time frame, then you know that's that's what they 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 resolve that. You know, but they don't tell you they don't owe an explanation as to yeah. why it didn't get there. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. I, I think, uh, 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 Joe, uh, it's, go ahead. It's trafficking. It's yeah. trafficking. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there um, you go. Interstate trafficking or... Yes. Yes. And Good. thank you to Tammy. She All right. sent me a private message about it. But go yeah, ahead. Joe. So, Joe, uh, uh, we'll, we'll have to save the rest of the Tucker stuff for after the break. Uh, anything else you want to add, Joe, before we go to the break? No, no, except uh, there are pictures now with of Tucker with the hard drive. Oh, Close I see that. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, no it's wonder they really, had to really mail it. incriminating stuff. There. Yeah. So it's, there's it's no labeled. computer that that will fit. So <laughs> no, you're gonna have to no. send that to They're the. They're going to really deep lengths to try to cover up the fact that they tried to out Hunter with yeah, a false it's, story. It's disgusting. So anyway, um, yeah, we got to go to the break. We'll be right back, and we'll uh, get to the bombshell conclusion Tucker Carlson reached about the Hunter Biden report. Welcome to the Turn Up the Night Halloween Spooktacular. I am the sole ruler of the Dark World. There is no one to challenge my authority here. My word is the law, all-powerful. No one is to challenge that authority. No one! Children of the night, what music they make. Ah, yes. Thanks. 
six years old. This is a six-year-old Halloween intro. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, happy Halloween on Eve. Uh, forever. Happy Hallow's Eve Eve. Uh, welcome back to the program. Of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. And he doesn't come from Scranton. That'll call. That'll get him. You there, Joe? All right. Well, we'll find out what happened to Joe here in a moment. And of course, Rain for Freedom's blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Bureau of the Bubble of the Swamp. Welcome back. Hello. You guys there? She's okay, getting, I'm here. She's oh, getting oh. back to her desk. Oh, okay. Uh, shoot, I, I thought I lost my internet or something. I was freaking out. Um, uh, but, okay, Joe Santorso, welcome back to you, sir. <laughs> Thanks. I am and, back. All right. And Bobber, for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C., the, the, the Bubble of Swamp, welcome back to you. Happy Friday. All right. And uh, happy Friday to you as well. But yeah, so, uh, and Rain, whenever Rain is back. Uh, oh, okay. Rain is back. Rain is back. Welcome back to you uh, as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, so let's, let's finish out the, uh, Tucker Carlson audio right now, because this is, this is the huge conclusion of the damning, damning report that was, you know, on the, on the laptop story. The documents that we get from a lot of people, and we've received an awful lot of documents recently about Hunter Biden. We haven't aired all of them. In fact, many we have not aired. The ones that are pertinent to his business career abroad, favors he did on behalf of foreign clients with the help of his father, that seems relevant. And it seems like news. And we brought it to you, and we have, we're not ashamed of that. But there are a lot of documents about Hunter Biden's personal life that we haven't brought to you, and we're not going to. And we should tell you why. One is the obvious answer. He's not running for president. And so to the extent no those shit. documents pertain to his dad, of course. No shit. But Hunter Biden is a fallen man at this point. And I should also say that I knew Hunter Biden no. fairly well. We live near each other. All right. Yeah, I want to I want to interject there. He's not a fallen man. He is a man who has struggled with addiction, and he is uh, he's recovered. He's not fallen. He he's risen. I mean, I don't want to get all religious or anything, um, <laughs> you know. But uh, you know, he he's he's rising up uh, from the adversity that he's faced in his life. Yes, he's he's. He obviously has some privilege attached to his name, just like every other child of any other politician who is, you know, a, a megastar in politics. It's just a fucking fact of life. And if you don't like it, uh, you know, I don't I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that hurts your feelings. But look at who you put. I don't put. know why he said he's a fallen man, because he's not. He's he not. Isn't. It's gross. Forget all of the other stuff. Yeah. He's not a fallen man. He's not. He, he's he's, he's struggled with recovery. And yeah. Well, yeah. Struggled with addiction and recovered. So, yeah, so all of that is horseshit. All of that is utter horseshit. But, uh, yeah, so last few seconds. Here we go. So what, what are you, you going to do? You, you, knew, you knew him. You liked him. He was a decent guy. In Washington for quite some time. I knew his wife, who was an absolutely outstanding person, a good person. I never thought Hunter Biden was a bad person. I thought he had demons. But in the time I knew him, he kept them mostly under control. At some point, he lost control of those demons, and the world knows that now. He's now humiliated and alone probably no, too strong not. to say we feel sorry no. for hunter biden no. but the point is pounding on a man jumping on piling on when he's already down is something that we don't want to be involved in oh. so with that oh sure has somebody reminded tucker that maybe he has a um i don't know a coke problem <laughs> uh possibly possibly but you know i mean it, he's 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 broken he's alone 
He's not alone. He has his family, asshole. Where's where's your where's your asshole brother Buckley? You know he has a brother named <laughs> Buckley, Tucker and Buckley. Not about that. Yeah, has your asshole? You remember your fallen asshole brother Buckley who uh, totally sexually harassed and, and like bullied a woman online for her appearance. Um, is he sad and broken and alone now? Because doing that is far worse, in my opinion, than, you know, hurting yourself with, you know, substance abuse. Uh, you know, I mean, one is self-destructive. One is destructive towards another person intentionally as well. And I'm not saying addiction doesn't hurt, uh, the, you know, the people in the life of, you know, of course, you know, that probably, uh, you know, that shattered Joe and Jill and, and, you know, uh, their other kids and in immediate is, family because they're a tight. Well, I, I just want to say, I mean, the Biden family is uh, is a Biden family is a tightly knit family. They aren't the Trumps. Mm -hmm. They support each other when they go through shit. Trump says, "Oh, to a lesser degree, I'm proud of Tiffany." You know what kind of cruel to shit a lesser is that? Degree? <laughs> Oh yeah, he said that before, and then and then that sad moment where where uh, uh, DJ TJ was getting mocked ruthlessly from Jimmy Kimmel about oh yeah that's my dad he just you know he rushes me off the phone every time I talk to him <laughs> yeah my dad he always does it he's just rushing me off the phone and it's like well oh yeah ah uh, are you sad and alone you know I mean it, it, everything you know it's like Biden Biden doesn't have that transactional relationship with his family. You know, they love each other. They care for one another. And they support each other in hard times, as as shown by uh, the text messages from, from Joe Biden to his son when, when Hunter was in the rehab. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just it, the, 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 what that, the, that family has had some, some very devastating personal, uh, personal stuff happen to them. And, you know, Haven't we all? Ha yeah, well, some of us, uh, you know, react to it as human beings or you have people like Donald Trump, who has he mentioned his brother uh, once uh, who passed away this year and, and tried, you know, he said, you know, about his brother who died. Some say we were best friends. No, you have to say that. You have to say that. Not some people I'm say about. Tucker Carl I mean I'm pissed about him in general but the fact that now he's now he's pious and lecturing people on how we shouldn't talk about Hunter Biden because he lived near him yeah he nonsense. never even said he said he kind of knew the wife yeah never said that he knew Hunter and I'm sorry about the dogs right now but this is Fine. something to me that um this pisses me off this pious you know, air of superiority where the night before he was going after Hunter Biden. Yeah. The next night he was like, oh, maybe we shouldn't judge. We should, you know, maybe we should just be quiet. You started the story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right wing kooks kept it alive. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh, shit, this is, you know, there's there's something there is something, again, if, if we're wrong about them actually distributing child pornography amongst one another, um, you know, uh, it could be something a little different. It could, you know, who knows? But, I mean, to me, because they keep bringing that up, 
it's, to me, it says it says a lot that there was something really vile and provably so that it was not at the hands or or you know actions of Hunter Biden. That somebody was really orchestrating a an easily disprovable smear campaign. That again, yeah. when it I'd was, it was when it was when it was exposed, uh, you know, not like Jeffrey Tubin, um, when it was exposed, <laughs> um, nice. the uh, thank you. <laughs> I'm here. Lubin with Tubin. <laughs> Lubin with Tubin. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, you know the the whole once this thing is, is you know uh, uh, cracked open, uh, you know they know that they're in some serious shit for being part of it. So that's why. I mean, what whatever it is, they know they're going to be in serious shit if they pursue it because that's how desperate this is now. Don't think that Donald Trump hasn't noticed all this because today he was at a rally. Or maybe it was from last night. I don't know. He was at uh, 450 billion rallies today. Yeah. So uh, so was Joe. And I, I will admit, you know, the, uh, they they uh, um, they both look tired. and Because this has been a hell of a fight. You know? But, I mean, Joe keeps punching and punching up. Punching the right way. But Trump? Oh, man. he He's so mad. Listen to the very first words. This is... Uh, I, I wish I would have... Well... Yeah, I wish I would have gotten a little bit more leading up to this, but this is so damning and so stupid. L- listen to the the fer- very first lines of the, of this clip. You can't have a scandal if they don't report it. What? You can't have a scandal if they don't report it. Does well, it? I suppose technically that's true, but I mean, it's still that doesn't make it right. It's still wrong. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> is. Can't, Go ahead, Joe. You can't have a you can't have a war if nobody comes. <laughs> yeah, you can't have a war if nobody throws the first you know shoots the first yeah. bullet or throws the first bomb. What if they gave a war and nobody came? I mean, oh, th- that. I, mean, I wish. But listen, listen to this. Uh, this is this is pretty stunning. Uh, Trump and his uh, lackeys in the cult. Not a fan of Fox News today. You can't have a scandal if they don't report it. So the Times and the Washington Post and all of, you know, the fake news CNN, look, they turned the cameras on. Well, they should. Do those. What fine Christians using that no, kind of language. What do they suck? They turn the what do they suck? cameras off when they do that. You know what happened? They go, we're here live at Joe Biden's, you know, he's doing a thing. There's nobody there. I'm looking. They're showing the sea of people, 25,000 people. They're, they're showing it's like a sea. And, and the other one, they're looking and there's like nobody there. Okay, maybe they don't want to reward you for your fucking abhorrent behavior in ignoring your own goddamn guidelines with these rallies. <sighs> he mocked Laura Ingram for wearing a mask and being too politically correct for wearing a mask at one of one of his rallies. Laura Ingram. Laura Ingraham. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. He gave her the one two, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So oh. and she and she still sucks up to him. Yeah. She still got down on her knees, right? Just like Ooh. Martha McSally. How about what he did to her? Oh yeah, that was Martha that got was on ugly. Her knees too. Well, but well, he had he had two male senators come up two male idiots come up and he gave them all the time in the world but then mm-hmm. a, an embattled uh ally of his who is probably going to lose her seat 
he 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 turns her into a get up here. Nobody wants to hear you. Just get it over quick. Yeah, yeah. that was amazing. That was that was bad. So you know, one if I was here, I would have said fuck you and walked away. But you know. sure. You, you know why there's there not the a lot place. of people. You know why you don't see a lot of people at at Joe Biden's rallies. Because yes. they're drive-in rallies. Yeah, they're drive-in it, rallies. They're they're socially distanced. They're I mean yeah. there are people there. I I see people at Biden rallies. I mean, yes, it's not a sea of people. But if I saw a sea of people at a Joe Biden rally, I wouldn't be fucking voting for Joe Biden. Right. Um, but it's a whole bunch of cars that drive. And I I wish that this got more credit. I wish because this is brilliant to me. They're drive-in rallies. Yeah. So you get to you can get out of your car, you can listen to it, or you can stay in your car and you can hear the entire rally on your radio. Yeah. And exactly. You can your horn. Exactly. It's 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 beautiful. It's brilliant. It's it's uh it it's responsible. It's me. patriotic. It's innovative. Um, but anyway, uh, I want to continue. Uh, so Trump, uh, he hasn't gotten to Fox News yet, but here, here it comes. But they've gone to that rally, and Fox has gone to. I don't know what the hell happened to Fox. Huh? What happened to Fox? Boy, oh boy. Well, the piece of junk. We still have a few great ones at Fox. We still have a few great ones. Just not going to name them, are you? It's it's not like it used to be. Biden is the guy. It's one of the biggest differences between this campaign and the campaign from four years ago. We're doing better now than we ever did. There's oh, more enthusiasm. The crowds, the crowds are much bigger. There's more enthusiasm. But Fox is a big difference. Somewhere along the line, we lost Fox, and that's okay. That's all right, but that's a big difference. Well, the, the last few people that have their soul still intact over at Fox refuses. I mean, basically, yeah, the few great ones left at Fox, well, apparently Tucker's probably off that list because, and, <laughs> and we'll see where Hannity is, but it's he's probably thinking Hannity, Ingram, the queen of softballs with Trump. Um, hmm. You've got uh, Judge Janine, Lou Dobbs, and that's pretty much it. <coughs> Fox it, and it, Friends is still you, behind you said him. softballs with Trump. I did, yes. Uh, the said, Fox and Friends crew should most said, of the time. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, I mean, well, even they still, they have their moments, they too. His, they yeah. take his phone calls. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because that's the only place he'll call. I mean, he's not going to call at any other network. You know, he has to set up, like, big, grandiose interviews because he loves the idea of 60 Minutes and he loves the idea of, you know, the nightly news and things like that. But he won't go on to any of the regular cable channels you know he's scared he's scared i was thinking yeah i was thinking that laura ingram uh a little insult that he pulled on her at the rally mm -hmm. i wonder did that occur after her interview with his son where she sort of cut him off because oh he was ready well to... that was next uh so um let's let's uh shall we roll the tape because uh brianna okay, Ke yeah. brianna keeler had a little something to say about that um yeah, DJ TJ was on with Laura Ingram uh, and uh, said something horrendous, so <laughs> evil, vile, oh. out of oh. you know. I mean, just just uh, uh, reductive and cruel um, uh, about COVID fatalities in the United States, which is now it's. I'm, I haven't looked at the TV in a while, but I'm sure it's two hundred thirty thousand people by now. Is it? 228, uh, I think. We're losing about a thousand souls a day at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody we lost. said one doctor came on and said it. We're having a, a new infection every second. 
Yeah. Yeah, there were and every back to where we were in and every 102 seconds somebody is dying. Yeah. So we're up up to three percent of the U.S. population has gotten COVID. Yeah. Contracted COVID. Unfucking believable. Um, but yeah, Brianna Keeler, uh, she, she just shreds these creeps. Planet Trump's dismissal of the coronavirus has taken a sick new turn, with the president's son, Donald Jr., saying this on his favorite cable channel last night. I went through the CDC data because I kept hearing about new infections, but I was like, well, why aren't they talking about this? Oh, oh, because the number is almost nothing because we've gotten control of this thing. We understand how to, how it works. They have the therapeutics to be able to deal with this. If you look at that, look at my Instagram. It's gone to almost nothing. We're outperforming Europe in a positive way so well because we've gotten a hold of this. That is a lie. And it is a slap in the face of the hundreds of thousands of Americans who have died and will die from the coronavirus. Let's start with the facts before we get to his smirk. He says this on the very day that nearly a thousand Americans died from COVID, according to Johns Hopkins. He says this on the very day the number of cases in the U.S. hit its highest mark of the pandemic. And he says this as the nation sees a 44 percent rise in hospitalizations this month. He says this as 17, 17 states report record high hospitalizations yesterday. It appears that he's basing his argument on a CDC table that shows provisional numbers and presenting them as actual numbers. The CDC's disclaimer on its provisional numbers literally says, quote, the number of deaths reported in this table are the total number of deaths received and coded as of the date of analysis and do not represent all deaths that occurred in that period. It says, quote, these estimates are based on incoming death certificates. And if Donald Trump Jr. had ever had the misfortune of procuring one, a death certificate for a family member who had died, he would know that, quote, death certificates take time to be completed. The CDC also explains when it comes to its provisional data that, quote, states report at different rates. It takes extra time to code COVID-19 deaths, all of which means, quote, provisional data are not yet complete. Now, one can tell that Trump Jr. was stepping in it as he called coronavirus deaths almost nothing from the reaction from Laura Ingram. She started the segment with a jovial expression. And as her guest minimized deaths on a day that almost a thousand Americans died, she stops nodding, her smile changes, and yet she still offers him a lifeline with her fact check. There are COVID deaths, but the question is, are, are they really rising with the rising case numbers? And I think we know from all the charts, you can go on all the websites, you can see you know, that there may be a slight uptick, but not tracking with the rising case numbers, which frankly is good news. Nope. Deaths are what? not tracking with the rising case numbers, she says. Good news, she calls it. Deaths don't track with rising case numbers. They never have. Deaths lag cases by the amount of time it takes for some people to get deathly ill and die. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes two to eight weeks after symptoms start, according to Harvard School of Public Health. She likely knows this. Shortly after Junior's horrific answer, Laura Ingram tries to wrap the interview up very quick. Donnie, we got got to roll. It's not the first time. Ingram has tried to steer a Trump away from disastrously false or tone-deaf comments, like in August when she asked the president this. Who do you think is pulling Biden's strings? Uh, Is it former Obama officials? People that you've never heard of, 
people that are in the dark shadows, people that... What does that mean? That sounds like conspiracy theory, dark shadows. It's the journalistic equivalent of those blow-up bumpers that are used for children in bowling alleys. Like when she tried to course-correct Trump after he compared a Kenosha police officer who shot Jacob Blake in the back seven times to a golfer missing a short putt. I mean, couldn't you have done something different? Couldn't you have wrestled? You know, I mean, in the meantime, he might have been going for a weapon and, you know, there's a whole big thing there. But they choke, just like in a golf tournament, they miss a three foot. You're not comparing it to golf because, of course, that's no, what the media I'm say. saying. Donald Trump Jr. posted his cherry picked graph of coronavirus deaths that doesn't show the actual state of coronavirus deaths on social media three days ago. So he should have known for days that it was wrong if he cared. And he still went on television and he said coronavirus deaths are almost nothing. Well, the 971 people whose deaths were reported yesterday were everything to the people who love them. There are 229,026 people who have died in this pandemic and their deaths should not be denied. Yeah, that number jumped since her report um, as well. But yeah, definitely amen to Brianna Keeler. Amen! These, but yeah, uh, you know, Ingram is complicit, you know, in all of this. I mean, yeah, I mean, the 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 gentle course correction, the the mega soft bulls, um, you know. I mean, it's like it's not even nerf, you know. It's like uh, throwing helium I, balloons I think at him. You nailed it when you said the gentle soft correction, because uh, she's well, literally softly normalizing what is not supposed to be normal. Yeah. Uh, I did love Brianna Kaler's uh, blow up bumpers for bowling alleys for kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Oh, here he, no, 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 no. Here, here, sweetie. Here, sweetheart. Um, yeah, I, but it, th- this is, these people are fucking monsters. And they are, they're, they're continuing to brainwash their sheeps, sheep on, sheep on a bus. Um, you know, they're, they're brainwashing the, 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 their, their sheeple, their cultists, whatever they are. Into really just thinking that this and 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 not only that, but there have been significant outbreaks in all of the areas where Trump has been doing his rallies. There have been upticks. Shocker! I know, I know, Bobber. I mean, who would have thought? I figured the cases were you know would be down to zero by now. Um, But uh, it's too bad we have a president that's a piece of junk. Yeah. Um, well, you know, he's, he's out there spreading his, uh, his, um, antibodies. Oh yeah. And you think think that would just make everybody magically better, but huh? Yeah. But his antibodies probably don't exist anymore. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, antibodies, he he just disappear. Yeah. I mean, the antibodies that they're saying right now, it's like, I mean, you don't have, I mean, there's still a reason why you get a flu, flu vaccine. Because your antibodies against the flu, they wear off. I always thought he had an antibody. Al. Well, you know, if he, if he had antibodies, they, they would react and he would just vanish in an explosion of... Uh, Isn't that why he leans forward? Uh, yeah, maybe. He has an antibody? Yeah, um... But you know, I, I, this is. I mean, but this is just. This is really just the latest chapter in their in their ugly denial. And it's like, I, 
Again, you know, and, and what Brianna Kaler said in the beginning there, Rain, is she said, you know, on planet Trump. Yeah. They literally exist in, in another world that, that is unlike our own. And, you know, DJ TJ can look down from his ivory tower at all us little people who look like ants from his penthouse or whatever. And, you know, can squish our heads I'm, from a distance, you know. Uh, you but know, I've, I've said it to you guys before. Uh, the day that I'm not shocked is the day that I give up. And so, again, I'm shocked that he said that the death count is pretty much nothing. And and he he went to he went to the CDC site, and he decided to do his own confirmation bias. Yeah. But there is there is no escaping the reality that what was the number? Two. It's it's like two hundred. Well, it was two hundred twenty six thousand people were dead when she did the report. Now it's two hundred thirty thousand, and probably more because again we know. There's underreporting going on, and there's pe- there's ca- people that haven't been diagnosed. You know, there's people who are sick and dying at home. You know, it's a uh, it, it's a so travesty. When he says the death count is nearly nothing. That is like some Nazi level stuff. I'm saying yeah. it clearly and outright without any apology. It's that like, is that's like saying the Jews were not killed in yeah, Nazi Germany. It's it is the same kind of m- mindset as holo- Holocaust denialism. You're absolutely right. I don't disagree at except all. Except it's real time. <laughs> that's, yeah. Except that's yeah. The thing that's really disturbing about this, mm-hmm. it's real time. So, um, all right, uh, we got to get going to the break. Uh, Joe, anything else you want to add before uh, we uh, get to the Green News report? Nope, I just think Brianna, Brianna Keeler should get an Emmy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping she gets a primetime show at some point, too. Um, and a Pulitzer Prize. And a Pulitzer, all that stuff. Uh, uh, Bobber, anything before we hit the Green News Report? No, I'm good. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night on this Halloween Eve Eve right after this. Turn up the night with Something is going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. It's Thursday, October 29, 2020. It was rapidly intensifying when it made landfall. Hurricane Zeta slams into Louisiana its fifth storm in a single season. Logging begins in pristine Tongass National Forest. Thanks, Donald Trump. China vaults ahead of U.S. on International Climate Pledge. Thanks, Donald Trump. Plus... We are facing planetary emergencies like climate change with effectively no time left on the clock. Thanks, Donald Trump. The case for court reform to protect climate legislation. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, Analysis and snarky comment. Nice trucks. You think I could hop into one of them and drive it away? I'd love to uh, just drive the hell out of here. Yes, sir. Please, can I get the door for you? Do you need any snacks? Just go. And take all the fossil fuel trucks with you. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen. I think this is our last Green News report 
before Election Day. Yes, it is. So make it a good one. (laughs) Okay. First up, Hurricane Zeta slammed into the beleaguered Louisiana coast as a Category 2 on Wednesday night with wind speeds just one mile shy of official Category 3 status. Zeta set a new all-time record for Louisiana as the fifth named storm to make landfall in the state in a single hurricane season all driven by record warm ocean waters. Also, some survivors of earlier hurricanes, Laura and Delta, are still without shelter or aid. So they're still recovering from two previous hurricanes, and now a third one's come ashore. Yes. Great. Zeta is the strongest hurricane to hit New Orleans since Hurricane Katrina. Zeta is generating high winds, storm surge, heavy rain, tornadoes, and widespread power outages across several states as it moves inland. And there is still a month to go in the historic 2020 Atlantic hurricane season. So it's not a matter of the category, the wind speeds per se. It's a matter of the amount of water that is going to get dumped in Louisiana. Yes. In other news, Senate Republicans on Monday rammed through the confirmation of new Associate Justice Amy Coney Barrett to the U.S. Supreme Court a week before the presidential election, expanding the Republicans' stolen right-wing majority, which has been increasingly dismissive of federal agency authority to set environmental regulations. In her rushed confirmation hearings, Barrett dodged questions on the established science on climate change. Several climate and environmental lawsuits are on the court's docket this year, including whether state lawsuits holding the fossil fuel industry liable for the cost of climate damages can be moved to federal courts where they're likely to be blocked. You're too nice to say it, but her comments at that confirmation hearing made clear that Amy Coney Barrett is a climate science denier. On a recent broadcast, Aaron Belkin of the nonprofit Take Back the Court explained why his group supports expanding and rebalancing the U.S. Supreme Court and the federal judiciary after years of Republican court packing in order to protect future climate legislation. We are facing planetary emergencies like climate change with effectively no time left on the clock. And this court is highly unlikely to allow the next president to deal with those emergencies. All the legislation, all the executive orders, all the agency regulations, those are going to be at risk in a Biden administration, and the courts will have a Biden administration in handcuffs on day one. That's true, if there is a Biden administration. True. Meanwhile, man-made global warming accelerates. Year-to-date, January to September 2020, was the warmest January to September ever in recorded history since record-keeping began in the 1880s. That is according to NASA. The five hottest January to Septembers have all occurred in the last five years. Up in the Arctic, Arctic sea ice is at a record low for October. After a summer that saw polar temperatures topping 100 degrees Fahrenheit, Arctic scientists are alarmed that sea ice is failing to refreeze off of the coast of Siberia. Mounting scientific evidence suggests that loss of Arctic sea ice plays a major role in extreme weather events by slowing down the jet stream that moves weather systems around the planet. In Alaska, logging began on Thursday in the public's pristine Tongass National Forest after the Trump administration stripped away protections, including the roadless rule that had safeguarded one of the world's largest intact temperate rainforests. It's also a primary absorber of U.S. carbon emissions. You know, when I said this was the last GNR before Election Day, make it a good one, I guess I should have said, make it a good news one. Well, finally, there is a bit of good news. Finally? In a major shift, China 
China has announced it will stop releasing carbon emissions within 40 years, a surprise increase that vaults China ahead of the U.S. in climate ambitions under the Paris Climate Accord. This week, Japan and South Korea also announced higher targets. Both of those countries are aiming for net zero emissions by 2050. All three are major importers of fossil fuels. The announcements mark a big shift in international climate relations. All I can say at this point is please go vote. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Hi, this is Kenny Pick. You're not listening to Radio for Robots. This is Radio for Humans. I don't see you crying, robot. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? Radioforhumans.com. Robot. 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 Robot! This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! The piece of junk! No, Rudy. Rudy, what were you doing in that Borat movie, Rudy? Uh, <laughs> I was kind of creeped out, said Kennedy. I have a 15-year-old daughter, she said. Uh, but yeah, so uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Joe Zantorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, The Electric City. Hello, sir. Hi, and if you haven't seen Colbert's interview of Sasha Barra Cohen, look yeah. it up. It was really good. Yeah, I uh, I, I have to watch that yet. Uh, I did see uh, one of his, I think, from maybe from Good Morning America or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, and where he, he basically said... You know, if he did this this time, God knows what he's done with uh, other, you know, young, mm. fem- you know, women reporters. So I was especially interested in that in twice in the filming of that that movie, his life was threatened. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's scary shit. So, and, uh, of course, uh, Bobber for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Beer of the Bubble Swamp. Welcome back to you, sir. Happy, happy. Yes. And uh, last but not least, Rain for Freedom's Blog at Washington, D.C., the Beltway Beer of the Bubble Swamp. Are you ready to do some name calling tonight? I have a, a special enjoy. special treat for everybody tonight I'm working on. Um, I, it will be revealed after name calling. Uh, only for... For listeners of tonight, this is the only time I'll do what I'm about to do. Um, and it's not Tubin, don't worry. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, God almighty. Oh, God, old man. So, <laughs> um, you know what I forgot? I forgot. I, Joe said holy mackerel today, and I meant to clip it out. And it was really, he, he like, he crossed himself too. He said holy mackerel about Trump. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot to clip that out, but it's in a, a clip I have uh, from Joe for later on tonight. Uh, but all right, Rain, uh, you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from ForFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? 
Dropping the ball. Huh? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There we go. Did you pick up your bowl? I did. Okay. <laughs> All right. So first up, we have Adam. Hello, Adam. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Bowie. 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 Okay, Bowie. Hi, Bowie. We have Caitlin, Chris. Hello, Caitlin Chris. Uh, I'm going to do it the right time. I'm going to do it right this time. Foxfire. Very uh, good. Congratulations. I know. Thank you. <laughs> myself on the head. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have Heather. Hello, hello Heather. Happy Halloween, Ken. We've got, we've got Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. Nice conversation we had yesterday. Uh, we've got living on Long Island. Living, sir. Living on Long Island. Long Island. Uh, we have meow goodness. Meow meow. Uh, we got president. We got Theo. Hail to the chief. Hello, Theo. We got um, Volt. I can never get this one right. Volthammer. Von Hammer. Von That's our friend okay. Shane. And um, <clears throat> we have you, Kenny Pick. Yep. We got the Sues. We got Barbara DC. We got Joe. We got myself. And we got Trojan Rabbit. And Zelda McGregor. Zelda McGregor. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, right. Zelda. Well, she's tucked away in the, the single co-host thing. I don't know why other people aren't in the co-host thing. I don't know. Um... But anyway, uh, yeah, so the special... Oh, and we also have Michelle. Oh, yeah, Michelle and Miles, of course. So, hello, guys. And, um, but mostly Trojan Rabbit. Yes. Well, for Paul, yeah, for Paul, yes. Uh, we, we will uh, very, at the very least do this. And, oh, wait, we have anniversaries, uh, too. But before we get to that, here we go, Paul. Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die, oh, brave Sir Robin. He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin. He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp, or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken, to have his kneecap split and his body burned away, and his limbs all hacked and mangled, brave Sir Robin. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis... That's, that's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads. Don't say penis in this house! There we go. All right, so first up, uh, we've got two anniversaries. Tomorrow on Halloween, uh, two very special couples, of course. That is Miles and Michelle, who celebrate their wedding anniversary on October 31st. As well as Cousin Curtis, Destroyer Kurt, and his lovely wife, Cheryl. Susan's cousin. Uh, cousins, I should say. And, uh, yeah, we just found this out the other day. So how exciting is that? So uh, happy anniversary to you, you ooky, spooky kids. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary. Oh. 
anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. I'm sorry, Bobber, were you about to say something? Oh, yeah, my uh, niece also uh, was married on Halloween. Oh, very cool. What's her, what's her and her husband's name? M- Michelle and James. Michelle and James, happy anniversary to you, you uh, ooky spooky kids as well. So, very nice. Uh, any birthdays that we know of? I don't think no. we do. I don't think anybody's posted anything. Um, I thought we had somebody's birthday um, around Halloween, but I don't recall. Uh, I'll make it up to you if uh, if you come forward with the information we requested. Um, so anyway, this is a special treat uh, for for all of us right now. And um, I should have recorded this, but I didn't. So I just went to uh, the Book of Face uh, and I'm going to play it for you right now. This is the music for Wolfman's Wedding uh, that is currently in production. Cat, oh, Cat has her, her birthday. That's right. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew it was somebody. So, Cat, happy birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. All right. Very good. So, Happy birthday, cat. Yeah, she is off uh, doing, playing some D&D right now. But if you're still listening, happy, happy birthday to you. Have a wonderful uh, weekend. And um, yeah. So uh, here we go. Yeah. So the raw audio from Mort in Misty from Kill the Hippies. For uh, the the instrumental version, this is what I was given to write my lines for. Where I do voices like this, you know, huh? and or, or like this, <laughs> lots of forced laughter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so here here's the instrumental. Uh, it's pretty awesome. It's kind of like a sped up uh, version of a Cramps tune or something like that. It's pretty amazing. It's the wolf, man. No, god damn it. That's not it. That's my lines. (laughs) Here it is. This is it.
Oh, uh, damn it. Sorry. that here comes the bride hook. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they did a hell of a job. Uh, I'm so, so excited uh, to see what the finished product is like. And uh, that should mean a lot to Miles and Michelle and, uh, and uh, of course, uh, uh, Kurt and Cheryl, too. You know, and, and hey, maybe I'll send you a copy that you can send to your, your niece and her husband. Bobber. So, okay, sure. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'll give everybody a free copy of it once it's done. It, it will be made available for free. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Bobber, what'd you think? The, this heavy ass reverb on there. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like the typical surf kind of music that's yeah. surf, you know, uh, spooky surf music. Mm -hmm. The horror Billy stuff, horror rockabilly right. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so, uh, there it is. That's, that's what we got so far. He has my lines and everything and that gave him nice crystal clear lines. And, uh, and Joe, what, what do you think? Uh, nice spiritual, uh, uh, sequel to Hallabaloo. Oh yeah. So I wish I was, I wish we were married on the 31st of October. Now. There you go. So I don't want to yeah. spoil any of my lines, but man, I got some cornball lines for this one this time around, folks. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the best way to write monster monster parody song lyrics is just don't try too hard. Uh, you know, I will. Uh, I think it, there's one line I'll spill right now. Um, it was a uh, Dracula was uh, going to be the pastor. But we realized that would be a total disaster. We looked everywhere to find a preacher. Or no, we, we, we looked everywhere and couldn't find a preacher, so he went to the lagoon to get the creature. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, yeah, lots of dumb shit like that. You know, descriptions of the buffet and the the uh, the wedding party. <laughs> it just, I just went full tilt. So I think I gave him at least two and a half minutes worth of reads and the song is about three minutes and of course they're going to add vocals in and everything so so there we go there there's a little treat i hope everybody enjoyed it um but uh but yeah so uh we, we can get to a little more audio uh well you know what i say we, we let's stay on on track with uh some some positivity and some fun uh well, not fun really uh but uh Something important, definitely positive. Two new ads have come out from uh, the Biden-Harris campaign, 
and one uh, and and they're both pretty stone cold serious and i was really happy that they did this one this is about uh child separations and then the next one uh has some music i want you to hear but this is a this i i feel is a very very powerful ad President Trump issued his immigrant family separation order nearly three years ago. Kids were under mylar blankets on concrete floors after being taken from the arms of their parents. I will never forget seeing it with my own eyes, but physicians for human rights, they call it torture. The American Academy of Pediatrics says it was government-sanctioned child abuse. Nearly three years after Trump's order, over 500 children are still not back with their parents. What happened? Their kids were ripped from their arms and separated. And now they cannot find over 500 sets of those parents and those kids are alone. Nowhere to go. It's criminal. They are so well taken care of. They're in facilities that were so clean. On his first day as president, Joe Biden will issue an executive order creating a federal task force to reunite these children with their parents. I'm Joe Biden. And I approve this message. That's a amen. big amen right there. Amen. That's a big amen. Uh, I mean, that is what executive orders are for right there. Not ugliness and division and hatred and travel bans and all that shit. This is a, an executive order to undo the, what this monster has done. That's what executive orders are for. Um, but unless you're Obama, then you're the imperial president when you issue, you know, far less than half of the executive orders that Trump has done. Right, Joe? That's right. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, Rain, what did you think of that ad? I mean, that's, um, you know, this, that's, you know, just one of the many crises that Biden will inherit that he will have to remedy. But honest to God, it's one of the easiest ones that could be done, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was actually, I was thinking back to, you know, the CBS, the 60 Minutes interview when Kylie McEnany was like, here's the president's health care plan. <sighs> yeah, that. Which was <laughs> a bunch of executive orders. And, you know, what op-ed pieces from Breitbart? <laughs> yeah, yeah, some wish lists, was, some coupons. It was in a box and she pulled it out and it was like, I, I just, I want, I want Joe Biden to rescind all of his terrible executive orders. Oh yeah. And that will happen. That will happen. Um, uh, uh as long as things go our way on Tuesday. Um, but, uh, yeah, I know it's scary. I, I just can't plan for Tuesday night. Cause Bob and I, we, we need to discuss it. Cause I'm going to, we're going to do a watch party over on the network, but nothing that's going to go out on the air or be recorded. Uh, yeah. so I'll like do a screen share. If anybody wants the screen share, they can do that or just be there for a discussion. Um, so yeah, we'll I'm we'll be. I'm ha I'm still having PTSD from 2016. I'm not gonna lie about. We're this. all real. We're all still reeling. I mean, we we don't know what to think. We don't know what to think anymore. I mean, the the country's upside down. I'm you know, I'm I'm again cautiously optimistic. That's it. Uh, I'm you know uh, I, I 
I'm not knocking on wood. I'm not saying anything I'm going to regret. Um, you know, I'm not saying, oh, pack your bags or, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, it, it, it's like I I just can't. I, I can't. I will say one thing. Mm -hmm. You know what? Trump can't live forever. Yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, he's also. A piece of junk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but Joe, uh, what did you think of that ad uh, about the family separations? Yeah, I, I I think those are those are the uh, uh, the most effective because they're um, they're positive in nature and they're they're showing about the repair that has to be done, you know. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there's yeah so much to repair. So yeah. much, so much. Yeah, so much that I mean, there's 545 children that don't have parents, and we don't know how we're going to get them back. There's 230,000 people that are never coming back. Um, I don't know. Some of it can't be repaired. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, As I said last week, we still we have lost children. Mm -hmm. That's and why I, I thought it would be important to play that ad for you because he's he's not he's taking it serious. I mean, to me, this is, yeah, there are a lot of parents who are not, and I'm not trying to denigrate or negate the parents' heartbreak. So there are parents that can't find their kids, but the government, our government, this government, this and Trump they're government. They're the obstacle. Have lost actual children. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, and that's why. Hopefully, you know, after Tuesday, uh, that you know, and then in January, uh, we get in. That's the first executive order he signs. Um, but um, uh, we got we got to get moving here. I got one more ad I want to play before we go to the break. Uh, this is um, a new ad. Uh, uh, amazing, amazing uh, writer uh, extraordinaire, uh, multi. Uh, Grammy Award-winning um, uh, songwriter, I think Oscar Award-winning uh, songwriter, uh, Diane Warren. I'm sure you all know her name. Um, Love her. She wrote a some lyrics and a piece of music, um, and two singers by the name of JoJo and Cheska. Um, uh, they they sing her song. There's a full version out there, and there's like a, a lyric video and everything you can go check out. But this is over uh, just an absolutely beautiful ad of positive interactions of uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris um, just being human beings. And uh, in, in the song, the song's powerful. I'm not going to blame, put the blame on nobody. All that's going to get me is get me nowhere. I'm just going to look, going to look in the mirror.
Very nice. Very nice. Uh, it's a beautiful song. Um, so uh, on that note, uh, it is time to go to the break when we return. Um, Jordan Klepper, did he just go to his last Trump rally? God save us from Trump rallies. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll find out uh, that and much more uh, here on Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. You believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more. Welcome to the Turn Up the Night Halloween Spooktacular. I am the sole ruler of the dark world. There is no one to challenge my authority here. My word is the law, all-powerful. No one is to challenge that authority. No one. Children of the night, what music they make. <laughs> that, that woman screaming at the uh, right before the guy screams in that is from the Horror classic, The Werewolf of Washington. <laughs> it's so bad. Dean Stockwell's in it, though, so classic. That was one of uh, that was on one of Elvira's uh, uh, shows. Uh, so uh, anyway, welcome back to the program. I'm looking forward to an ooky spooky Halloween. Kind of, a, it's a bummer Halloween. We've opted out of safety uh, not to participate in trick or treat, which is the first time ever at our house. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, it's for Susan's safety and, you know, cause I, I mean, we could have come up with a creative and innovative way to get pass out candy, but, um, just too many other things are going on. Uh, so I, uh, you know, I'll do something else. Nice. I'll, I'll make a, I'll, I'll do a big donation of to toys for tots this year. Um, but, uh, anyway, Welcome back to the show, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bear of the Bubble Swamp. Hello, hey. and happy Halloween. Hey. Yeah, we're not we're not doing Halloween either. Yeah, which is a real bummer. Uh, Susan's really bummed out about it. So it, it yeah, we love we love handing out the candy to the kids in our neighborhood, but mm -hmm. we didn't even put up the lights or any of our, you know, any of our decorations. I got out my Trump skeleton. That's it. I have an orange skeleton. Yeah. We we just didn't put any of them out <laughs> because I don't even want because we have so many awesome kids in our neighborhood. Uh, we just don't even want them to think that. And I hope they understand that we're going dark on Halloween. Bob, can you if you can jump in on this? Yeah, Bob, Four We've Freedoms Log, Washington D.C. The Butler Bear, Little Bubble Swamp, Der Braumeister, welcome back. Uh, what's up? Yeah, we're. Uh, I mean, I. I would. I love to decorate for Halloween, you know. And this year we had a, a bunch of uh, sunflowers, and so they've all sort of died and turned dark and kind of bending over and stuff. And it looks really spooky. And it would have been cool to really decorate them up, you know, to, to make the house look really spooky. But it's, it's just, just glue not. some googly eyes on them. Yeah, instead, <laughs> it looks like our entire yard is filled with COVID. Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, wow. That's something. But yeah, so, um, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, it, I'm really bummed about Halloween this yeah. year. I really am. 
because we were one of the few houses on the street. We don't have kids. We we always gave out candy. You know, whether there was a show night or if it was we had to I had to race home from work. You know, whatever. I'd grab my you know I'd always grab my Darth Vader mask in case somebody came dressed as a Kylo Ren or somebody from Star Wars, and I'd say, "Hey, look what I got!" You know, and they'd be like, "Yeah." yeah. It's the same with us. We don't have kids. We'd love yeah. giving out the candy. Yeah. But this year, I I can't. I don't want to. I don't want the kids to. Come I, out. I don't want to encourage. I don't want to encourage. Uh, large social interactions. Um, yeah. of any yep. any kind right now. Uh, and so sucks. and and of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. You of course, you you do you you don't have a, a trick or treat uh, type community. Because you're a little more rural where you live. I mean, not like sidewalks everywhere and streetlights and everything. Yeah, and I'm not a big uh, fan of children or Halloween. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's it's it's, 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 it's yeah. This the whole the whole Halloween thing to me is is not 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 a good night because, like I said, I don't like kids and I don't, I don't like Halloween. But uh, no, I don't. It's no big deal. I I didn't like myself when I was a kid. Let me put it that way. Huh. I used to wow. say, "Grow up," because grow I up. hate you, <laughs> child. Yeah, grow up. Uh, wow, that's but, harsh. Yeah, I was harsh on myself, on, but I eventually grew up. You know, but yeah. uh, you know, we always put. You know, for us, it stays the same. Uh, it's going to be like every. Uh, it's going to be like every Halloween. We put a sign out. We're not home. That's mm -hmm. why the lights are out. You know, we put sure. that out front so nobody comes up the driveway. So yeah. you prepare for the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. We we uh, we have the same sign every year. So social it, it distancing before you before it was cool. Yeah, right, right. Stay away. We don't like you. Yeah. We, we put, yeah. And, you know what um, I think about that kid? I think that kid's it's a piece of junk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, piece of junk. And uh, we don't have any candy. We never. How much buy candy, candy you got for him? Zero. Yeah. Zero. Right. So <laughs> coming to our driveway would be you know. Uh, a fool's errand anyway so you know hey, hang on hang on one second i gotta you check with guns. i just want to check with far away kid do you do you agree with joe's decision here no it's stupid you, you wanna <laughs> you wanna go to his you wanna go to his house for halloween it's too much. yeah um yeah, it would be a fool's errand poor right? guy but uh yeah but uh, tomorrow at eight o'clock uh there's a on me tv i don't know if anybody gets me tv yeah but um yeah uh there's a, a show we're gonna watch sven i don't know if you ever watched Sven oh i know sven yeah do you isn't yeah. he great i love his top yeah i don't I, I, yeah i i've never seen uh of like a full show but i know well mm -hmm. about who he is uh so yeah yeah and tomorrow he's 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 featuring Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Nice. So we'll be watching. We'll be watching. Nice. Yeah, I really we'll want to go back and watch the original Invisible Man. Uh, that's uh, I I actually started watching it last night and then I I passed out. Um, but uh, yeah, classic. I'm glad to hear you're a Sven Gulli. Yeah, I love horror hosts. I mean, you know, there there are very few horror hosts I, I dislike. There's one called Son of Ghoul from around here that I don't like. Not the Ghoul or Ghoulardi, but Son of Ghoul I'm not a fan of because I think he's just, he's overtly gross. Uh, and, you know, I mean, it, it has the dumbest gags ever. Anytime anybody takes a drink of liquid on this guy's show, they put in a burp. And it's like, while they're drinking it's like no 
That's not how burping works, you fool. <laughs> so, <laughs> they put a they put a lip they put a you know a glass to the lips and then they put <laughs> you know no that's not it that's dumb. So yeah, but no, I mean I love Elvira, Vampira, Zachary, Chili Billy Cardilly, of course. That was at the beginning of uh, uh, you know Bill Cardill was that uh, classic uh, Pittsburgh uh, news anchor. I think he might have done the weather for a while, but. He also hosted Chiller Theater, not to be confused with Zachary's Chiller Theater, but he did Chiller Theater out of Pittsburgh on Channel 11, I think WPXI, um, in the 70s. And that's where I saw classics like They Saved Hitler's Brain and um, uh, the, the, what, what, I mean, classics I use loosely uh, for movies like that. But there was that great movie. I don't know if everybody everybody's seen The Beast Must Die. We talked about this on Geeky Gals and Guys with uh, Michelle uh, when she was presenting some werewolf movies for everybody. That was a classic movie. It was like a whodunit, but it's like, who's the werewolf? And they actually paused the movie for like 30 seconds to let you guess who the werewolf is going to be. Um, but yeah, so... But, you know, I just... I love... I, horror hosts are, are like so... Just fucking awesome America Americana. It's 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 beautiful, and I love discovering new ones from different regions of the country. You know, uh, John Zachary is one of my favorites. Uh, of course, he was he did the Chiller Theater um, out of uh, Livin would know this, but I think New York. I think, um, but uh, he'll he'll correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but yeah. So anyway, yeah. Sorry, uh, we I, we had to get a little bit of Halloween talk in there, folks. Um, but yeah, so I want to, uh, 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 speaking of, uh, spooky monsters, uh, 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 Donald Trump rallies. Mm. Uh, this is, I guess is probably our last piece in the Hunter Biden, uh, <laughs> um, uh, saga of the, of the fake laptop, because that is, uh, kind of at the core of Jordan Klepper's Lancaster, Pennsylvania, the great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I, it was funny. I was watching Jake Tapper today, and um, he corrected somebody for saying the state of Pennsylvania, and he said, don't you mean the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania? <laughs> I was like, Jake, you're like me. Because so, <laughs> I always love saying the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, because it is a Commonwealth, and I, I admire that. How many states are Commonwealths, folks? Is it West Virginia I think, a Commonwealth? I, I think three. I think uh, Kentucky, Kentucky, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Pennsylvania, Virginia. Uh, Virginia. Virginia, oh Virginia, Pennsylvania. Virginia. Okay, we said that. Just say Pennsylvania. Yeah, but right. anyway, I'm not that's, from... it's something to look at. But yeah, Joe doesn't know because he's not he's not I from don't Scranton. Know. He doesn't come from Scranton. Yeah. No. Um, but anyway, so Jordan Klepper, uh, this is this is again uh, stunning as always. The level of uh, know nothing ignorance of the, the Trump cult. After an historic 227 year campaign, I found myself at another Trump rally, one of three he was having in Pennsylvania that very day. And while there was still some of the usual totally realistic expectations, I'm calling 47 states for Trump. At this oh. rally, in the final week of election season, I noticed something different. It was quiet. Are people just tired? You know, I think people I think people are, are exhausted. <laughs> Me too. And I'm ready to move on. I've been oh. to a lot of Trump rallies before, and I, I have to say this is probably the most subdued rally I've been to. It's eerily quiet. 
You could hear a QAnon push notification ding in someone's pocket. <laughs> this was a chance to hear Trump make his final case, and frankly, for MAGA country to do the same. It's about the economy. He provided jobs. And when people are working and not out looting and burning cities. Historically, <laughs> this presidency has lost more jobs than any other. And that's not true. It's not true. He has not. He has not. I'd be like, Tony, I need my sheet. I'm going to give you facts. Come on. Give me facts. The facts. That fact sheet. What's on the fact sheet? I'm going to show you. The Very fact sheet well is that in my car. <laughs> <laughs> we have not had a fact sheet before. This is good. Oh, really? Okay. This is Tucker Carlson's flash drive. <laughs> I hope it doesn't have a list of all the dead because that thing's going to be huge. Oh. Jobs added 4 million under Biden and Obama, negative 2.8. What, what is the website you're on? What? I don't know. You don't know? I'll we'll have to Google it. Okay, so her friend didn't have the facts, but she did have the Zinfandel. Let's talk about African-American communities <laughs> and all the things he's done for that. Great. What has he done? With the, uh, with the jail thing. The jail you thing. Know, he was corrected the... Uh, you got to help me out here. Uh, Tony, come here. While I waited for Tony to get her shit together, I wanted to wrap my head around their Hail Mary October surprise. And that's Hunter Biden and his, well... I'll just let them explain it. The piece of you junk. You see on, you know, Fox and, and One American News about the uh, the laptop, oh. the Hunter Biden's laptop, mm. and yeah. then uh, all the corruption taking money from the different countries. Different. You know, from Russia and China. Good. And Joe Biden would do whatever these countries needed. What did he do? Oh, he what, either what he did or did not do. What didn't? What did he do? Well, it's yet to be determined exactly what he did. I saw pedophilia in China, something like that. Do you believe it? I don't know. That's something I have to look into a lot more. We see about like the, the Hunter Biden scandal. What exactly happened with that? I think they, they found a laptop that had, you know, emails. Who did? In, um, who was it? FBI. They found a laptop right. with like emails and pictures of, you know, Biden talking with like Ukraine and China about business deals oh. and stuff like that. And Which was, Biden? Uh, Hunter Biden. Then did something happen? They want to push it to get it, you know, get the investigation underway before the election. Yeah. But what's the investigation on? About just the laptop and seeing what was on it. What was on the laptop? I mean, conspiracy theorists would say that it's Joe Biden and Hunter Biden communicating with, you know, outside countries on business deals and stuff like that. Are you calling him a conspiracy theorist? That's just what he said. (laughs) Right. The conspiracy, some people. Only because it hasn't been proven yet. Make a ton of money and do absolutely nothing except say, hey, you can meet my dad. That's a disgusting trait, right? To just use your father's name to make money off of that? Absolutely. Nepotism <laughs> needs to be looked into big time. Yes. What do you think about Ivanka? Oh, she's so gracious. I see Ivanka as someone who is following or creating and enhancing people's lives around jobs and training and whatever causes she has, just like Lady Diana had 20 years ago. She had certain oh, causes of AIDS and different things God. like that that she was involved with. Was Lady in. Diana seeking yes. copyrights in China while she had a position of power? I don't know what you're talking about. As the horn rang and the masses filed into the last rally, there was a bittersweet feeling in the air. Folks are heading on in. This is the last chance for them to get unfettered access to the President of the United States. After, after this, it might be through plexiglass, maybe with a telephone. <laughs> this somber attitude was a reflection of what could happen on election day. Are these folks prepared for a world post-Trump? Trump could totally win. If for some chance he doesn't win, what happens to all of this afterwards? Me, personally? Sure. 
I will not live under a socialist government. And just look up the three red flags. Oh, this is so great. On the Biden campaign poster, there's the three red lines. Yeah. Look it up on Google. Well, I think it's an E. It's supposed <laughs> to be an E, but look at the three red flags or three red banners. And they mean? Communism. He stuck communism right there on the flag? You got it. Really? <laughs> you don't want to be in a place of socialized medicine? Nope. So where would you go? I'm going to look at Costa Rica. Costa Rica, which has universal health care. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just, I, I'm not going to live under socialist rule. I don't think uh. Biden's going to make the four years and the camelback, forget it. The camelback? Camelbacks. Who's that? Kamala. Oh, wow. That both mispronounced the name and uh, xenophobic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wow, that's a twofer. <laughs> if they don't take you in Costa Rica, I'm sure Argentina would welcome you <laughs> and your point of view with all <laughs> So the pitches have been made and the escape routes planned. Nothing left to do other than vote your asses off and hope we get the results soon. Until then, I'll be hiding out right here. Good luck, America. Jordan Klepper deserves the, uh, you know, the, the Medal of Freedom for for uh, uh, go, uh, going sure into and welcome you. yeah yeah uh, Argentina 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 yeah. so is that where all, that's where all the Nazis went after World War Two right <laughs> so, yeah they're yeah. not going to Costa Rica yeah no, no. yeah Socialist they have socialized medicine oh my god these people. So fucking stupid, please. But by all, by all means, Trump cultists, pack up your trailer parks and and move if <laughs> things don't go your way next Tuesday. I will yeah. fucking you know, help the you pack. Part about that, Ken. The funniest part about that is all these Trump cultists. They don't have passports. I'm yeah. I'm sure they don't. They're not going to be able to go to Costa Rica. <laughs> no, they're no. They're, I got a passport. I got a passport for Sam's Club. It, it lets me uh, lets me in uh, early five minutes early for when they got special Christmas sales. They're gonna hook up their house to the truck and drive it all the way down. Yeah, <laughs> over, over across that big socialism. water. I'm not gonna live under socialism. Hit the wall. The wall. I'm, mo I'm moving to Mississippi. <laughs> Jesus, goddamn Christ! So here, here's the thing. This is really the uh, okay. Boom. Excuse me. I had to I'm so glad I got this audio. That was the last audio I got for tonight. I'm so <laughs> I'm really glad I got that. Glad you got that because you he literally has Trump supporters saying, I'm gonna move to Costa Rica. Yeah. They don't have passports and they wanna leave the country, but they still support the wall. I want the wall, but, you know, I'm uh, going to leave uh, the country. If they all move to South America, I am so pro-wall. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we build a wall oh, yeah. between us and Costa Rica? We'll put a big, beautiful door in it, and if anybody has, we'll look at their voting record. <laughs> the other funny part about this is that up until probably about two months ago, you couldn't get a passport. Yeah. You couldn't get a passport in this country because of COVID. Oh, sure. And we still, there's still like, I mean, Trump promised a travel ban, but uh, boy, that worked Jesus out. Goddamn. That worked out uh, uh, pretty piss poor. Hey, a real th thumb in the eye to the socialists out there. or I'm sorry, to the globalists out there. Uh, you know, by saying, yeah, screw you. We're just staying home. <laughs> Oh God, I hate. I it's hate. So dumb.
I hate these people. I really hate these people. I mean... Really, really stupid, dumb. Yeah. And when I say I hate them, I literally do. I will not be friends with anybody who voted for Trump. I will never, ever, ever... If I find out that somebody voted for Trump, I don't want to hear why. I don't want to hear any reason. I don't want to hear a single... Single fucking reason as to why they voted for 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 Trump. All I know is they're ignorant, and they're a bad person, and I don't want them in my life. And those after are the four facts. years, if if you're proud of your vote for Trump, then yes, I, agree. I I will say I would be friends with somebody who voted for Trump and regretted it, but I still would give them some fucking side eye, man. Oh yeah, definitely yes. Because yes. I knew all about that piece of shit. I was just talking to Dad last night, and I was like. I was like, you know, I, I said to dad, I was like, I've known Donald Trump has been a big pile of shit since I was like 15 years old. We both yeah. couldn't stand him. We didn't talk about Donald Trump and what an idiot he was in 1985. Nobody gave a fuck about yeah, Donald I mean, Trump. the only people that liked him were just dumb people who believed that he was truly special. And. You know, I'd see him pop up and I'm like, oh, God, Donald Trump, what's he talking about? I don't know, change the fucking channel. I, I, I Literally, since I was 15, you know, he popped up. I remember he popped up. I was watching the, that dumb TV show because I was, you know, comic book nerd, starved for, you know, uh, superhero television shows and stuff like that. And this show, Dark Man, most ridiculous superhero show. It was like Batman who played saxophone. It was so dumb. And <laughs> what? Yeah, Dark Man. <laughs> Dark Man. It, it's an early '90s. It's an early, late '80s, early '90s show where, yeah, it's it, basically it's a saxophone player who's Dark Man by night. It was a ripoff of like the Michael Keaton Batman movies, um, but just really low budget. And they, um, I'll tell you how low budget it was. They had a crossover with Manimal after Manimal had oh, been canceled. Manimal. <laughs> after ma- year, years after Manimal had been canceled, Manimal showed up as a character in in Dark Man. Donald oh, Trump dude. appeared in an episode of that, and I stopped watching that show. Oh. Yeah. There was like a shapeshifter or something that took the form of Donald Trump. I'm like, of all the fucking people in this world, a shapeshifter would take the shape form of Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald One of the- Trump is that kind of nasty virus that shows up everywhere where you don't want him to. Yeah. Yeah, he's a lot like COVID. I mean, it, I'm not co- kidding about COVID this. is yeah, COVID is is the is the disease form of Donald Trump. Uh, you know, I mean, Ken, Ken, Joe, and Bob, and Bob was in New York, but I was, I'm gonna just do this. I was closer to New York City at the time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get away from that filthy piece of garbage. Yeah, I mean, he just was like, I mean, what would we call him back then? Just kind of like yuppie scum, you know? I mean, you know, I mean, that wasn't endearing. That wasn't cool. That ain't fucking punk rock. You know, why the fuck would I want somebody like that? That's not heavy metal. That's not, you know, rock and roll. God bless America. That's, 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 you know, American psycho, you Uh know? Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, he's uh, what? Uh, what's what's the character's name in American Psycho? Uh, Bates is his last name. Is Bates or Bateman? Bateman. Um, I forget his first name, but yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, the, the whatever the character's name is in American Psycho. I'm sure he'll tell us all about Huey Lewis in the news uh, as soon as he can, or Genesis. Um, uh, <laughs> let me see. Trump is actually a media creation. 
Yeah. Oh man, I thought I had that. Um, now he's president, but he's a he's a New York City media creation. Partly because of his own, you know, Baron uh, <coughs> and whatever whatever pseudonyms he used, but he's a media yeah. creation. Yeah. And nobody ever said a creature. Shut this shit down. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, let me hang on. What is this? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. No, uh, no, no. Never mind. Uh, that's not it. Uh, I was. I, I thought I had the the clip of uh, what's his name, um, Patrick Bateman. Thank you, Zelda. Uh, I thought I had the clip of Patrick Bateman describing uh, uh, Genesis or Huey Lewis in the news. Um, uh, no, I don't have it. So. But yeah, and that's how I always felt about Tucker Carlson too. It's like he was like a holdover of that. You know, he's like my age, but he's like a wannabe Gordon Gecko. Yeah, it's a like, fuck you, you, you little trust fund brat. It's always the trust fund, uh, you know, punks out there who, you know, not even trust fund, just, you know, yeah, you know, trust funds are one thing and I'm not going to demonize everybody who has a trust fund because, you know, hey, parents can leave things to their children. That's fine. Um, but you know, the, these kids it, it never had, to, when they were kids, they, they never had to want for anything, you know? Um, well, we and then they want to tell us, God. and then they want to tell us that you're wrong for wanting a leg up from, you know, or, 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 you know, or, oh God, oh shit. That's right. We got to play, uh, we got to go to the break because perfect way to illustrate this is I have Spike Lee talking about Jared Kushner's little remark about how black people, people of color, African-Americans should just, you, mm. you, 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 hey, you have to want to succeed as much as we want you to succeed. Yeah. Oh, you little punk ass. And that's what he gets called by, by Spike Lee. Spike Lee dialed it back. He wanted to say some shit. And it was really cool because he was on the Joe Madison show. Joe Madison from D.C., the Black Eagle, who was on our program years ago, uh, great guy, uh, got to meet him at that, um, what was that rally I went to that you guys were at 10 years ago, 2010, the Ed Schultz one. What was that called? The. Um, um, oh, my God. I can't remember. Was it the One Nation? No, no. What, yeah, was no, it? it was the One Nation. It, was, it happened on the same day as the... Um, the, the um, Colbert Mo and David John show. Stewart. <clears throat> yeah. Was it the same day? No, it wasn't. It was. That was separate. That was separate. Cause oh, I would have, I would have. I've been to, I yeah. to be honest with you. I, we, I've been to too many rallies. Well, you live right around the corner. So how can, it, it's too tempting not to go to all these great events. you know, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> incredible. So many of them. Yeah. But anyway, I think it was the One Nation rally. I don't remember. But anyway. Um, I, think, I think that Ed Schultz's One Nation rally was right a, a day or two before or after. It was around the same about. time frame. Yeah, you're right. But anyway, uh, we, we got to go to the break. Uh, so uh, coming up, uh, Hallabaloo, uh, probably the final play um, on uh, for this year. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Vance Midnight, AKA Kill the Hippies, uh, with Hallabaloo coming up. We'll be right back with the final segment on this weekend edition, uh, Ookie Spooky Halloween Eve Eve. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Thank you very much for coming to Hallabaloo, or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> 
Welcome to our Halibaloo on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bats in your thrill. Godzilla was going to come, but he couldn't fit in the room. And the mummy's running late. He got it's wrapped up in his tomb. And the ghost say boo. It's a halibaloo. You gonna be there too. I'll have you know, I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Who put steak on the buffet? I specifically said no steak on the buffet! Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me! That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula, is a steak! That's the fucking fact! How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes I do. It's quite an ice rock, might I add. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some ooky friends. What do you mean, friends? I think you mean to say... It's a <laughs> And it goes St. Bill. It's a hallelujah. You're gonna be there too. This boogieing has loosened the nuts in my neck. Wolfman! Get down from my couch, you bad boy! You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight! Hi, this is Jody Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you can hear our show Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. Boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. 
This is Paul B., and I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes, it's Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. <laughs> and every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank, only on Radio for Humans. RadioForHumans.com Hi, everybody. This is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. All the humanity. RadioForHumans.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where's it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. Uh, I always flip my fingers like Chuck Willery and that will be back in two and two. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> uh, and I hate Chuck Willery, by the way, but I'm sorry his son got COVID after he called it a hoax. Um, and of course, thank you, Scranton. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's jump right back into this. As promised, I have some... Pretty uh, great audio of Spike Lee. Um, and again, as I pointed out on Tuesday when I played the Jared um, Kushner clip, uh, and, and I don't know how I explicit I was in saying this, but that was some white splaining. That was some that was some white dominance that that um, uh, Jared Kushner was doing. Again, you know, Mister Ivory Tower never had to fucking work a day in his life. Everything handed to him on a fucking gold plated plate. Um, you know, getting bailed out by Saudis, uh, for his failed ventures, six, six, six fifth Avenue or whatever it is. Um, and, uh, you know, all this, just all this, this shit. And, and he's never had to work a day in his life. Look, you know, I mean, hell, like I said, I don't even think he has to shave. Um, uh, I think I actually, I do have audio of him shaving though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Here's audio of, of him shaving. Uh, there it is. Uh, he's done. He's I don't done. think he ever hit puberty. Uh, no. Well, you know what? There's always time for that. Though. Time to change. You know, uh, it could happen. But yeah, Joe Madison, the Black Eagle, um, again, one of my favorite radio superheroes. I've told him that in the past. Uh, he, he had on Spike Lee. And he was talking about uh, Jar Jar Kushner. Oh, I just came up with a new name for him, Jar Jar Kushner. <laughs> you know, uh, he's kind of, uh, I don't know, one of the, well, I mean, you know, it's a whole cabinet of Jar Jar Binks, really, at this point. You know, I'm sorry for the Star Trek analysis, but they're also obnoxious and hateful. Um, but uh, in, in, in hate-inducing. But Joe Madison had Spike Lee on in to respond to Jared Kushner's remarks about, oh, 
you have to succeed as much as Donald Trump wants you to succeed. Ugh. God. I mean, seriously, he's a piece of garbage. I didn't get a chance to hear this, but someone said you had some pretty strong words for uh, Jared Kushner uh, last night's Look, uh, event. I, I am so tired of white folks telling us what we need to do. How could this guy, how could his punk ass <laughs> say what black folks need to do? You know, it's, it's like there wasn't 400 years of slavery. Systematic racism. We go, go on list, 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 list stuff. We want everything that all Americans want. But this thing has been set up so we can't get there. And that's what this election is about. So for this guy to say to black people that we don't want to succeed, hey, let him come to Brooklyn talking that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, as you talk, let man, him come I'm, to Harlem talking at Oh, please! And, 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 and let him come and talk to, and say this to your face, because you know, I gotta tell you, it, it's always funny. I and I said it the other day. You know, Langston Hughes, this poem. Uh, you know, my life wasn't a crystal staircase, and yeah. I think about where you. You know, your, I mean, your life is an open book. But where you started, where you started to where you are now, what I'm, I'm certain what drove you to succeed is what drives me to succeed and people we know. We're- Hold on. I'm going to guess right here. Donald Trump drove them to succeed, right? Right? Huh. Right? No, that's not it. We, it's, we didn't all start off. We didn't take an elevator to the top did you you didn't take an elevator to the top no i, I didn't marry it to know <laughs> <laughs> look we can't another thing though we can't get sidetracked you know well, that's true you know they're trying to, to keep you know take eyes off the prize but for him to say that 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 is that yeah. is just oh yeah our ancestors first of all that guy's a punk Second of all, ancestors with, here's how America was built. You know, in this, Joe, I know you got to go. The no, United go, States go America ahead. Was I got some time. You, I got your time. The stealing of the land from the Native Americans and the genocide American Americans coupled with slavery. So we built this country. So what the hell is he talking about? We built this MFR. Now, final question. We don't want to succeed? He's nuts. Amen. 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 I, 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 I just, I share the anger. I obviously cannot put myself in the shoes of uh, anyone who is an Afri- African-American person of color, a woman, LGBTQ, um, you know, a plus plus i i for i remember the t unlike <laughs> if any rump um and the notion that someone who comes from such a place of privilege would dare dare to say anything about oh well they they you know it, it they have to want to succeed as much as we want them to succeed or as Donald Trump wants them to succeed. 
What? What arrogance and audacity of of him to say that? I, I mean, it's it's oh. Again, like you said, you know, it, it's not uh, rain. You kind of got on this earlier. Uh, that uh, who was it? Uh, Susan Glasser, uh, I think, made the quote. Uh, she said, "You don't have to be surprised to maintain your sense of shock." Mm-hmm. Yep. I see that, and I'm like, "You have the fucking gall to go out there and say Donald Trump knows what's best for African Americans." He's done the most. What's he done for African-Americans? Well, you heard the people at the Trump rally that Jordan Klepper interviewed. What did he do? Oh, what was the jail thing? What was the jail thing? Oh, you care so much. You care so much. Fucking golf clap, motherfucker. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, that that to me, Joe, was... I, I, I kind of wish that Spike Lee was on a, a, a podcast that wasn't... Um, didn't have to adhere to FCC rules, you know, because <laughs> Joe Madison's on on you know FM radio too, so or AM, I think AM and FM. Uh, but yeah, Joe, I mean, it, it, you know, how dare it's like? You, uh, let me explain your Italian American experience to you, Joe. <laughs> it's, Can I, you mind? It's the Can I do that? Go ahead. It's the classic. Uh, it's the classic. He was born on third base and thought he hit a triple. You know, exactly. You know, I mean, I mean, talk about coming from a position of privilege. Talk about being totally disconnected from reality. I mean, his father gave him everything and then went to prison. Uh, <laughs> you know, his father, then he married a wealthy person's an daughter. An heiress. You know, an heiress. Uh, and he's going to, he's going to, lecture African Americans on their mobility or their their willingness uh, amb ambition you yeah. know in other words well if they weren't so lazy you All know right. that, mm -hmm. that's the hidden that's the dog yeah, if they weren't so lazy they yeah. could be like me you know uh yeah it's 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 beyond arrogant. It's yeah. just, it's just and, and, beyond. You know, and, and I've said this before. I, I mean, I have uh, I have African-American family members. I have actual, true story, African-American friends. We all do. Uh, I just talked about my friend Terry, um, uh, you know, who uh, has been busting his ass during this pandemic to make sure that kids in Oklahoma... Uh, you know, can can safely go to school by, you know, setting up these new computer networks and everything. You think he fucking needs Jared Kushner to tell him he needs to want to succeed more? I mean, this guy, you know, he's got two grown sons and a beautiful wife that have worked for everything they have, and they need fucking Jared Kushner to tell them that they need to do better? You think Joey Word needs Jared Kushner to tell him uh, how to be better? You think, uh, you know, I, I mean, uh, I, I'm, you, you think Macaroni's out there saying, you know what, I really want to vote for Trump so he can make me a more talented musician. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, the, uh, the list goes on and on. 
you know, I, I mean, I, I've got, again, all of the wonderful co-workers uh, of various ethnicities from uh, my job that maybe will come back one day. I don't know. Probably not. Thankfully, Dave Matthews was on. Um, I'm not a big fan mm. of Dave Matthews' music or anything, but he was on with Jake Tapper yesterday. And, and finally, there was a story about people like me and bartenders and servers and stuff like that who work in music venues who don't know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I'll admit, you know, uh, my the 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 I'm in a good spot financially, but that extra money, that extra the the you know the first stimulus and then the additional unemployment that came in real fucking handy for a while. And my, you know, over the last several months, my checking account is going down and down and down because I'm just getting that, you know, uh, that, that, you know, paycheck that is half the size of what I used to get. Thank God I still have the insurance. But uh, seriously, uh, you know, I have so many stories uh, that I could tell about so many wonderful people of color in my life that, and not a single one of them thinks Trump is even worthy of of mentioning his name. Be like, oh, that asshole. Yeah. Oh, you're fired. You know. I mean, it's. How? I mean, seriously. African Americans, you want African Americans to, you know, you want to explain to them what to do to a white guy who got famous saying you're fired. That's the biggest issue. <clears throat> and a, a guy who ran a full page ad asking for the death of five innocent uh, young men of color were discriminated. For the execution of that. Yeah, the execution. Um, you know, uh, I mean, the 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 birther king. That wasn't a racist movement. Okay, can, cool story. Can we get to a point? Can we get to a point where Jared Kushner is really an awful human being who is actually just as racist as his father-in-law? Can we just say well, that that's the truth? We know we it's it's it's, it's, it's finally it's finally been proven. I'm sorry, Bobber. It's finally been proven that he is that he's not some kind of you know secret liberal with Ivanka trying oh, to dial dial it back. Kushner. No, no, no. He's He's the same. He's the same as Trump, and uh, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. None of them care. They only care about making money. That's that's actually something that I've been thinking about as you went on, Kenny. He doesn't care. He's just evil and bad. He's just like his. He's just like his father-in-law. He's just like his wife. And his his father is probably the same exact way. You know, so. um, But anyway, Rain, I would like to explain to you now what women should what women should be doing. Explain to me. I would like to explain to me. Okay, fix me turkey pot pie. Uh, So. Cross my legs and close my knees. Here's an aspirin. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I mean, these, but the, you know, the, these assholes are awful. 
Uh, oh, by the way, um, uh, unless anybody else has anything to say, I, I, I are still held together with an aspirin, Kenny. Get to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, here, here's a here's a here's a quick clip uh, that of uh, this is how you handle a MAGA uh, heckler. Mayor Pete uh, it, it, it explains. Hey, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. We're 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 bigger than him. Don't worry about it. So, okay, dude. But can, can I can I like. Can I finish my remarks? Like, are you are you afraid to hear what I have to say? Yes. Are you afraid to hear what I have to say? Yes. Are you afraid of what I have to say? <laughs> Do you denounce white supremacy? Good. Then we agreed on something. That's a beginning point. See if you can get your president to do the same thing. Oh! <laughs> okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Well, that didn't work out so good for you, did it, maggot? Um, Can I let go of my aspirin? <laughs> you never had to hold it in the first place. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I thought that that was a good good one from today, Joe. Uh, you know, it's like, all right, do you do not denounce white supremacy? Yes. All right, we agree on something. <laughs> Yay! Drop the mic. Walk away. Yeah, I thought uh, trying to get your president to do the same. That that was like the, the little jab oh, at yeah. the end. That, yeah, he was it, that that twice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he he's quick. He's quick. As <laughs> as are all uh, mentally acute uh, 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 liberals, leftists, progressives. We're all very uh, quick on the draw. Pete has been really good on countering the bullshit over on Fox News for the past few weeks. Yeah. He he's been. Uh, I, I, I'll I'll tell you what. What? Who else? I mean, look at Trump surrogates in the job they're doing versus Biden surrogates in the job they're doing. Yes, because there've been Trump surrogates on CNN, on MSNBC, and then. Well, look at Rudy. Mayor. Mayor Pete has just been the guy over there on Fox News, and he's eating their lunch. Yeah, yeah, and he should. He's a thin man. He, he, he you know. No, I'm sorry. I don't mean he's to explain really to good, Mayor though. Pete what he should. No, he's he's fit. He's fit. Um, but yeah, but don't eat their lunch because they probably pack really horrible things. Um, okay. But uh, but no, I, I know what you're saying though. Yeah, yeah, Mayor Pete, he's sharp, and and that's the thing. So you know, so is Bernie Sanders, so is Elizabeth Warren, so so is Hillary Clinton. Uh, you know, so you know, I mean, hell, Obama and Michelle, uh, and Jill, and uh, I'm I I haven't heard anything from uh, what I'm sorry, what is Kamala's husband's name again? I always forget his name. Um. His name is Kamala's husband. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> so, all right. I will not well, he, question he you stays, on that. He stays out of the limelight. He's not out there. Well, he's doing... he's out there this weekend. Uh, the, the, uh, all, okay. all the surrogates are blitzing uh, right now uh, between now and uh, election day. So um, uh, not Wolf Blitzer. No Blitz. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh, rest in peace. Herman. Oh, Herb. You should have found better friends. Blame yourself. Uh, so, but you know what's true, Herman Cain? <laughs> Stupid people are ruining America. Uh-huh. Um, oh, God. That came true. Um, and uh, all right, so so here we go. Uh, Joe, this one's for you. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, speaking of mental acuity. 
Joe had a Joe had a few uh, little zingers today. He's he's he said some of this stuff before, but obviously, you know, this is he, like every politician is, you know, recycling scripts, uh, you know, for all of these massive events because they're, you know, I mean, massive events, and I don't mean that by like physical turnout, but massive events in the sense that this is a massive election we're going into. Um, but yeah, so, so here's, uh, uh, Joe Biden, uh, uh, mentioning Trump's mental acuity. Donald Trump, when you say climate change, <laughs> he Trump thinks today. hoax. And that stable genius, as he calls himself, <laughs> continues to say wind power causes cancer. It's the same guy who said, by the way, you think I'm going to making this up? When he was advised about the increasing hurricanes coming across the Atlantic because of the warm water, he said, maybe we should drop a nuclear weapon on them. <laughs> Holy mackerel. <laughs> There's also a guy you may recall, a stable genius, said the problem of the Revolutionary War was we didn't have enough airports. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. talks about mental acuity. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, Joe. Joe Biden riding the A train home, as he always does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think I think uh, uh, I'm not sure, but I think maybe Obama might be uh, uh, influencing his comedic timing on certain things. <laughs> Holy mackerel. He crossed himself no. when he said holy mackerel. <laughs> so no joke, Jack. No joke. Yeah. <laughs> no joke, Jack. No yeah. joke, Jack. Keep yapping, no man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Jesus. God. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I heard that, and, uh, Joe, that just, that just uh, warmed my cockles. Oh, that's nothing like warm cockles. I gotta tell you, especially in the, like especially in the winter, you know, chestnuts yeah, roasting on an open the, fire, and warm cockles. Yeah, it's like uh, but, you know, uh, lubing your tubing. No. Yeah, the thing about Joe is he's, he's, just, he's so scranton. <laughs> he is he's so scranton. Scranton. <laughs> he is. That's he's so scranton. Like, <laughs> yeah. Too bad he's not from scranton. Because he'd be good if he was from Scranton. It's true, he's not. And he doesn't come from Scranton. No, no, he doesn't. I read it no. on the internets. Because, you know, that ten, he was a 10-year-old kid. He said, fuck Scranton, I'm leaving. He's like, yes, that's ah. right. I am a 10-year-old politician who will soon be vice president. <laughs> fuck and fuck I, you, Scranton. <laughs> I could do much better if I'm a senator in Delaware, so I'm going. Yeah, yeah that's what he said. So, totally, totally worked that way. Uh, Just like Obama, when when he was born in Kenya, he says, "You know what? Yeah, <laughs> certificate because uh, I might run for president when I'm like, you know, in my forties. Yeah. Well, I I hate to break the bad news to you guys right now, but we have run out of time to play the Ted Cruz audio ahead for you. I oh, know, geez. I know, I Come know, on. you're heartbroken. Hey, no Why are we so persecuted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. So uh, what? Now, what are we going to have to listen to green ham and eggs? And Am oh, I the only one who or, feels oh. like every fucking Republican member of Congress and Senate are desperate? 
Why am I persecuted? Uh-huh. There it is. Yeah. How about Cruz yelling at 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 the head of Twitter? Oh God! Saying, who who elected you? He, well, nobody. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, he was, I, I own he, a company. <laughs> he was jealous of his beard. That's all. Um, well, that beard so. was fucking epic. ZZ Top man. So <laughs> who hired you? Who yeah. elected you? Nobody. You didn't fucking have to fool. love me, but you did. But you did. But <laughs> you did. Uh, vote for Biden. What's with Sorry. Jack's beard? What is with that? Uh, it looks like a like a crap dusting disaster. It's no, it's not bad. It's not. It's not a bad beard. I, I, if I could grow a beard like that, I would. Cousin Curtis has a has a much more glorious beard than. Uh, oh, I Jack, don't mean the guy. Dorsey. I'm talking about. Uh, oh, Trump's. Cruz? Be- oh, Cruz's beard. Yeah, Trump's that beard. Looks like oh, crap. Cruz's beard. Looks like somebody Cruz. crap dusted it. You Trump's know? beard. Leave Ivanka out of this. I don't know. Wait, what? Um, uh. <laughs> yeah, it looks like, like no, that's like Jared's corn, beard. Looks like a cornfield oh, after Jared, a came through. Hold on, hold on. You guys missed the joke. I said that's Jared's beard. Ivanka is. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. Uh, that, is, um, that would be that would be Ivanka. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, but anyway, all right, we got we got to wrap things up right now. Let's do uh, parting shots real quick. Uh, all right, who wants to go first with parting shots? Uh, I'll leave it up to you. It's a democracy f- for for yeah, Halloween I mean, Eve. Who's yeah, going I mean. first? You go last because you always say you don't have one, and then you have one. All right, so, so I'll, I'll go first. So um, I know we only got uh, a few more days left before the election, and, and yeah. say get out and vote is is just silly at this point since most of us have already voted. Um, so the, we just need to keep an eye on, on what's going on with the states and the courts. Uh, I, I did see an interesting little tidbit here on, on John Roberts. <gasps> it's, it said that, um, you know, he's, uh, I'll just read this. It says, uh, Chief Justin Justice John Roberts wrote an opinion in only one of the cases, and it was only a paragraph long. It sketched out a distinction that no other <laughs> justice endorsed, but that distinction can explain every one of the court's orders. The distinction pressed by the Chief Justice was this. Federal courts should not change voting procedures enacted by the state legislatures, and they should also not step in when the state courts or agencies change those procedures. I thought that was kind of an interesting look at it, um, considering how they've gone with uh, the states, with the cases that have gone up before the court up to this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I, I saw that article today uh, right before the show. A uh, fascinating uh, piece from USA Today, right? Um, is it USA Today? I think today? that. Or no, Yahoo. I think it was Yahoo. Yeah, Yahoo. <coughs> Excuse me. Yahoo. Excuse me. Originally appeared in the New York Times. So. Oh, gotcha. Credit, gotcha. Where, credit where it's due. Definitely. Definitely. I appreciate that. Uh, anything else, Bobber? That's it. Well, you want to give a happy Halloween uh, message? Happy Halloween! How's that? Yes, there you go. <laughs> oh, steak gives me heartburn. Uh, all right, Joe, uh, what do you got, brother? Okay, so the University of Washington, you know the modelers? Mm-hmm. Just issued their new model for uh, COVID winter. And uh, assuming we do some mitigation, they now... Uh, forecast that by February 1st there will be 399,000. Yeah, but if that's we what Joe... If, yeah, huh? go ahead. 
that's what Joe's been saying. But go ahead, Joe Biden. That is go ahead. But if we don't mitigate, if we don't wear masks, that number will swell by February first to five hundred and fourteen. Jesus Christ. Um, spooky. And again, we're losing a hundred every hundred and two seconds. Someone mm. dies of. Yeah. And every second. Someone contracts COVID in the United States. And tonight, if you go on the Washington Post tracker, yeah, not over 97,000 cases today. We are fast approaching the 100,000 a day mark that Fauci, you know, Fauci that doesn't know anything. Oh, yeah, that idiot. Yeah, yeah, who predicted last week that we, we will soon be hitting 100,000 a day. Well, we yeah. almost did today, 97,000. Yep. Yeah, it's insane. So, anyway, um, anything else, Joe? That's it. That's enough. All right. Uh, all right, Rain, uh, uh, your parting shot. I got to step away for like 15 seconds. I'll be right back. But, Rain, go. My parting shot is that Kenny's going to go pee. And <laughs> also, <clears throat> um, I know everybody who listens to this show has voted. And if you haven't voted, vote. Don't mail it out. Duh. Um, my parting shot is make sure that everybody that you know votes, and if they haven't voted, take them to the polls. Just get them there and vote. Vote, vote, vote. Um, vote, vote, vote. <laughs> I don't want this Kenny coming back. And seriously, all my jokes, all my jokes aside, just make sure everybody you know votes. We have four days, four days. That's it. We have that many days. Kenny, are you done? Kenny. <laughs> all right. Kenny. Yes. Sorry about that. Okay. I I, uh, I had to help Suze for, with something real quick, but we got to okay, we got to start I wrapping feel things really up. bad. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I but yeah, you're but all, yeah, you're all set. Yeah, my parting shot is vote. And if you don't know, if you know somebody who hasn't voted, help them to vote. Four Give days. a helping hand. Tell people what uh, uh, you know. Uh, let your cat vote too. Uh, so <laughs> just kidding. And dead yeah. people. Uh, yeah. but anyway, uh, and it's Halloween. You should let dead people vote, right? Samhain, Sawan, Sawan, whatever. Day of the Dead. Yeah. Did you guys know that in in Mexico they had to close down the cemeteries? I'm not surprised. They had to close down the sec the cemeteries because of COVID, and so they can't really celebrate Day of the Dead. Mm, that stinks. But you know, hey, we got everybody has to sacrifice uh, celebrations and things like that, so. That's why I say we should universally adopt Frank's giving for any 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 day uh, that you want to celebrate it on. Don't you know? Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So uh, all right, yeah. Check out uh, Turn Up the um, sorry, uh, uh, Radio for Humans tomorrow, starting at eight p.m. Uh, Trojan Rabbit, aka Paul Paul's Memory Bank, will be doing special Halloween programming, and uh, we'll have some other new surprises for you. 
for Halloween. Very exciting. A new podcast also, from the Susan's. Down ticket. We can take the Senate. Yeah, the uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, but yeah, Suze and Zelda will uh, will be premiering a new show from them, uh, Hansel and Gretel, uh, a deep dive analysis. And of course, uh, we'll have some a new ha- uh, Halloween themed robots uh, comedy bit. Uh, about seven or eight minutes long once the music and everything's in. And, of course, we'll have the spiritual sequel to Hallabaloo called The Wolfman's Wedding uh, right here on Halloween night uh, from 8 to midnight. Don't miss it. It's going to be fun. And, of course, join us next Tuesday. Oh, no, and don't forget Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. It'll be a Halloween-themed Geeky Gals and Guys. And then Tuesday, I'm sorry, Monday again, Paul's Memory Bank. And then Tuesday... Uh, we will be off, uh, but we'll be having a watch party and discussion group over here on Discord for election night. That's all we got. We'll see everybody uh, in the funny papers. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities on behalf of the management and staff we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the piece of junk. <laughs>